Uh, should I start or do you start, B? Um, yeah, okay, I'll start. Hi, everyone. <clears throat> Welcome to uh, this episode of the Frostwalkers podcast. In this episode, B admits to you that he stopped keeping count a long time ago. Um, uh, but also in this episode, B is going to shut the hell up in a few seconds because we have another DM. And it's not Livy. It's Shay. Yep. What? It me. I'm sorry, Livy. You I'm sorry. Next time, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> next, the next holiday we got you. Oh, for sure. I'm probably going to run this and then be like, wow, DMing is difficult. And then you can you guys can have fun until the next time I decide to to Yeah, yeah. How's it feel yeah. to be on my side of things for once, huh? <laughs> ah, stressful, but also very fun. I'm glad. I'm, we're, I, I, I am glad. I, I just had to. I just had. To yeah, no, that. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, no, I, I actually. Jettison yeah. my gift. <laughs> it's definitely been an experience, but um, I've enjoyed it a lot. I've worked really hard on this. We actually had a test run, um, that maybe will be released instead of this. Well, it kind of just depends on how things go. Um, so, anyways, uh, let's jump right into it. I am very excited. Hopefully, you guys are too. Yay. I'm excited. Editing notes. Okay. So, I've got a little little opening for you guys. A lot has happened in the months since your fight with the Malsum. Sorry made some new friends. Andre spoke with some old ones. Rowan saved a magical deer. And uh, Caleb's let his hair grow out. So, that's exciting. Uh, no, I'm, I'm joking. Uh, Caleb's actually been through... What was exciting? <laughs> Speaking as someone who basically has the Caleb hair now... It's true. You're, 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 I forgot to mention, we, we, have, we, we have Spy on this episode. Yeah, that's true. Hi, I'm Spyglass. I've been on the show before. Mm-hmm. You're just like, you're just one of us now. We don't even need to like... You're just like... Yeah. Just... Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, um... um so yeah, Caleb's actually probably been through the most out of everyone, to be honest. But um, he did, he did, he did take care of some kids. Yes, he did watch over some kids. Mm-hmm. He watched over some kids. He he talked to well, no, his friends talked to a ghost and then told him about it. Uh, but anyways, uh, with all <laughs> that in mind, one thing has been made very clear: your peaceful summer is coming to a close, and a new enemy is awakening. It's fallen, Timshel, once again. Additionally, you've each been visited by the ghost of Anna. Uh, she's told you of the coming threats, as well as her plan for resurrection. However, it'll be some time before she's ready to return to the mortal plane, and right now there are more pressing matters at hand. The last time Caleb met up with the face cards, they discovered Jalaxel's plot to pull the floating city of Silem out of the sky in order to establish a new Luskin. Valerian and Theo, the hypnomancers who helped you during your battle with the Malsum, uh, as well as three out of four of the face cards, are from this very city. In the past week or so, they've reached out to you to enlist your help in an investigation. They fear Jarlaxo's plan may be more elaborate than they initially thought, and the Malsum has left many questions unanswered. It's a chilly September morning, and you've all been called to Caleb's palace. What do you do? Uh, Caleb's only called here? them, so... <laughs> Caleb's just waiting, probably. What? Yeah. Who's One would here? hope. He, he, you just see him like run in from a side door, dropping like his bag and stuff from teaching the kids from a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this is happening a bit um, 
I'd say it's like midday. So maybe he teaches class in the morning. <laughs> so is it is it just Calum in the palace right now, or have have you two are you two there yet? Uh, I was just gonna wonder if is like Rowan here, or is it just me and Jitai? It is just you and Jitai. Um, Andre, for for reasons she may or may not have specified, has decided that uh, she is busy, and Rowan. Uh, because you all have so many pets now, you've all kind of determined that she's going to be, Rowan's going to be pet-sitting. You probably let her down a bit easy, said like, hey, we understand, you know, like, Salem's a big city, and there aren't really very many plants there, and that's not really your vibe. It's kind of a miracle mm-hmm. that anyone in Salem can breathe air, considering there's, like, very little no plants. <laughs> um, they sell their air. <laughs> B, no. My name's O'Hare, I'm one of you. <laughs> I live right here in Salem, too. I hate how well that works. No! No! <laughs> and now you know how it feels. You've already broken your DM. Congratulations. Well, what can I say except... No. <laughs> No more copyrights. <laughs> Anyways! <laughs> yeah, Jatai is definitely enjoying the cool September air. It takes a deep whiff. Mm, okay. Ah, the fall. I look forward to the fall every year. The fall of man. <laughs> no! Uh, you'll, Thanks, get, you'll, get that, you'll get some of that later. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways. Thanks, uh, I hate my it. very own personal micropocalypse. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Just what every kid dreams of. Uh huh. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Silence. What? Rowan has been left with the pets because she's determined that she doesn't really want to go to Asylum. Also, so, uh, Rowan's not like the stealthiest person in the world. Like she's not That's really right. rogue material. So that's probably another reason. She, she's soft mom material, not not thief material. Yeah, she she makes loud noises when she gets startled, which is not a thing that Shay was like, oh yeah, pre-making Rowan's character, this is just a thing that she'll do. No, like in-game, Rowan just makes these noises that come out of my mouth, and I'm like, you're so weird. Why are you like this? <laughs> any, any, any D&D character parent yep. feels the same way. Yep. Uh, anyways, so once you guys all make it inside and meet up with Calum, um, you'd probably be going over, like, some plans, you know, like, what, what you plan to do, what the deal is, um. And also, like, skyship rhetoric. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, skyship, skyship courtesy, just, like, and no one brings snacks unless my juice specifically says so. (laughs) And then, like, he shakes his head and just goes, like, oh, my God, I sound like I'm talking to the kids. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it's starting. Yeah. We're not yeah. having 2001 boldly go again. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, the skyship face cards are pretty chill. Um, you can kind of do, I mean, maybe don't, like, try to pilot the airship, but. Ah, oh, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
There's a reason why Sari said this. We have an inside joke about that. Anyways, um, I've said anyways a lot so far. <laughs> you, have, you have. But anyway, wait, shit. Just taking yeah. every single ounce of my self-control not to go the full McGucket. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, are you guys just kind of talking, going over plans? What is what yeah, is that like? I think, I think we're just chilling, going over plans, yeah. Yeah, I, do do you think Speaking so? of yeah. What are we doing? Simple. I was re I received notification from uh, one of the governesses of Asylum. Her name's Oweta. She's Rin's mom. So I don't know if I should refer to her by Miss Oletta or Rin's mom or Miss Hulette or just Oletta. <laughs> so, you know, the etiquette is scrambled in my brain, so I have to consider that. But uh, also, more importantly, probably, uh, they have some sort of thing they asked us to do and quite frankly, I'm. Do you know how much paperwork it takes to get any sort of consultation with the people of Asylum? I'll take what I can get. <laughs> I just really want you to walk in there into this like super official council, like Capitol building where she works, and just be like, "Hi, Miss Rin's mom." <laughs> Hi, Miss Rin's mom. Oh, let a Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Better, better than walking in there and and saying. Yo, sub diggity dogs. Yeah. Howdy, I'm here to talk all them politics. All oh, them politics. <laughs> hey, hey, you didn't need to call out our country right now. Yeah, I don't trust them folks. <laughs> they got them secret magics. That's why I'm wearing my tinfoil headphones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We had our fun. So, uh, coated with phlebotinum. <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. So, in the middle of this beautiful conversation, um, you hear a low rumbling outside. Would you like to go investigate that? Although, you you might already know what it is. You just hear Caleb just go, "Right here. All right. All our jokes about politics can wait." <laughs> Yeah, you maybe don't want to joke about politics with people who live there. Although, maybe they'd be like, I mean, maybe it's like America and they're, they can joke about their own town. Anyways. We'll see. Um, maybe. We'll see. I'm just imagining Caitlin's stone of far speech, like, vibrates, and it just says, it's Uber, I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my Jew sends Caitlin a text, like, your Uber is here. Um, <laughs> my Jew, my Jew has started a my Jew has started a uh, ride sharing service. She's making bank. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so once you once you get outside, um, you see that a, I'd say like medium sized airship has landed not too far from the castle. It's fall, so the the wind generated from the propellers is stirring up some colorful leaves. Um, and a smallish Avario girl with uh, tan skin and white hair and pigtails, uh, two little pigtails, flutters down from the door of the cockpit and gives you a smile. And um, I wish that Rev was here to do her voice, but um, uh, it's time to get going. Hop in. Caleb just brings on a little bag and it's just like, if I can't, if I can't do my work in the castle, I'll do my work in the play. <laughs> <laughs> 
you got to grade gonna, those papers somehow. Exactly. Even though it is just I, like basic magic, but you know, I'm sure they, I'm sure, I'm sure it won't be anything. I'm sure I won't need to put red ink on any one of them. I'll, uh, <laughs> my dude. All I can think of now is, sure, hey, yo, if there's, if there's a, a Taiwan Jones at Harvard, boy, you failed the fuck out of your midterm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My dude just kind of like cracks a little smirk and is just like, I'll be sure to keep the, the, uh, the ride nice and steady for you so that you can, you can work on your papers. And she, Thanks. um, <clears throat> Ty just like, Chucks a, th- a th- uh, like a thumb at sorry. Is this fun? Good luck. <laughs> I promise not to touch it this time. And besides, you guys didn't die. You're all still here. We did die. That is a good point. <laughs> but the trauma makes me wish I did. I did a good job until you all started nitpicking me, and then I accidentally flew into space, <laughs> which admittedly was incredibly impressive. Yeah. Did you ever fly into space? It was, but I would rather not boldly go again. <laughs> <laughs> Rin's just like has the like to to quote to quote B the there is no war in bossing say eyes. Like Rin is just having some like <laughs> Rin is just having war flashbacks to this event. Just like Caleb, oh god. Caleb just kind of Caleb just kind of put you know puts his hand on Sari's back, like, don't worry about it, sis. Besides, how revolutionary is that? Ships that fly in space? I'm certain that there's absolutely no one doing that right now congruently. <clears throat> Go listen to 20 <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Wow, that was a nasty cold we all got at the same time. Simultaneously, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Um, so, uh, yeah. You guys board the ship. Cool. Um, I like the ship. The ship is cool. <laughs> Jatai just sort of does a little bow. Jatai Kwan. Oh. Uh, sort of at 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 um, Maiju. I should have finished that because they've never been introduced before. He yeah. Sort of like strides up to her, does a, a little courtesy bow. Jatai Kwan, at your service. Oh. Uh. Hello. It's nice. It's nice to meet you. Um. I think like side eye side eye a little bit like. I wasn't expecting him to be here. Like it's it's nice. Yeah, to be here, Caleb but... gives you a thumbs up of like, he gives her back just the thumbs up of like, we're good. <laughs> this is fine. Okay, she kind of just like shrugs and nods and goes back to piloting. So so yeah, I'd say that the interior of the <clears throat> of this airship is um, it's a bit like it's a bit like an airplane. There are two rows of about six seats on either side. Um, so you can kind of take your pick of, of where you want to sit. Rika and Mimi are in the front seat. Um, Rin is kind of in a seat by himself behind them. And then the rest of the seats are just kind of open. Cool. Caitlin's going to do that thing every second grader does when their friend is getting on the bus with them. Is that they wait <laughs> to where their friend sits. I see. I see. Oh, that's... Instead, instead of one friend, they're torn between Rin and Sari. And now there's a problem. <laughs> Ah, uh, I see. Well, I mean, here's the thing. If he were to sit next to Rin, Sari would probably be, like, directly behind him. Or, you know, if he'd sit next to Sari, then Rin would be right in front of him. So, either way, it works out. Um, yeah. Sari... Jatai crashes across the back ha- the back couch. Just just across the whole back row. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a couch. This isn't that fancy of a ship. 
It's, did yeah, I fucking it's, stutter? Whole background. Yeah, yeah, the whole background. Well, whole actually, back you did. You said just... count. Okay. Fair. <laughs> but whole back row. He's just... <laughs> okay, cool. Is he rolled up like a cat? Or is he just like... He's stretched up. Stretched out like a cat. Cool. Does he look like one of those long cats? He looks like a cat that's being a jerk and wants to take up all the seats. <laughs> okay. Okay. One of my cats. <laughs> <laughs> so where does where does Sari sit to ease Caleb's mind? I think she, knowing Sari, she like doesn't know Rin very well. She doesn't know Rika. She doesn't know Mimi. She's barely Majitai as she cartwheeled past him. Literally, almost a year. Ago. I I I always forget that her like default mode of transportation is just cartwheel. cartwheel. <laughs> You want a cartwheel to asylum? Sorry, just, just, I just mean, she start the. If there's just, anyone, just do start, it. and then we'll put the um, shooting star music behind you, and just, just you'll get there. You can just <laughs> cartwheel into the air. Turn into Sonic. Sorry, the sorry, the hedgehog. We already have definitely. I was gonna say, fantastic. I mean, since Asylum is a flying city, I was gonna say it'd be more like Krog from the Emperor's New Groove. That's fair. Okay, fair. I have no idea. By all accounts, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. Um, I think what Sari does though is she turns to Caleb. She's like, "Where do you want to sit? I don't know these people." Here, he takes the seat across the aisle from Rin. And takes the front seat and tells Sari to sit like on his right, so that way he's between the two of them and he can talk to both. Okay. All right, okay, that works. works. Crisis, that works. crisis averted. Oh, I was imagining that it was like two seats to a row, but yeah, maybe it's three. Well, I mean, most airplanes have three, so you know yeah. what? Just for the sake of of wholesomeness. Yeah, Caleb is sitting the, next to. Rina I'm the and... DM this time. I have the power to change yes, that if I want to. You have the wholesome power. So much power. No. <laughs> um. Anyways. We all need to be afraid. Yeah. Um, so uh, the ship takes off. Um, oh, I see it. Can oh my god. Die? Oh my word. Oh my god. I've been just Long sitting Long cat trying to ignore it. Oh my god. Okay, anyways. So, um, yes. The ship finally takes off. Uh, you are now in in the sky that's cool um <laughs> uh my Jew is a very good pilot so i'd say that your ride is pretty smooth and uh as you rise above the clouds you it's a it's a little while before you see anything most mostly just clouds for a bit but then at a certain point you see this little speck in the distance which quickly grows in size as you approach as you get closer the floating city comes into view Tall, elaborate buildings reach towards the heavens and smokestacks from factories below white clouds into the sky. Your small skyship is quickly caught up in the swarm of dozens of others of varying sizes and colors. You see an Aarakocra man wearing a cap and carrying a bag of mail whiz past you with a smile and give you a two-fingered salute. As the clouds part, you find yourself hovering above the city and you notice that a railway has been built throughout, which is something many of you have probably never seen before. Uh, no trains on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you pass the main part of the city and get to a slightly more open area uh, where there is a wide landing dock for airships. It's kind of this, like, it's kind of a rectangular building. It, it looks kind of like a combination between, like, 
an airport and also a train station and also that place in Star Wars where you dock your ships. Like oh, like a spaceport, yeah. Yeah. I I have a pretty good idea of what you're. It's like a building. Up. It's it's like a spaceport, but way more steampunk. Mm-hmm. I actually I have an image. Give me like one second. Oh, so it's like the landing dock, kind of from Treasure Planet, almost. Yes. Yes. Very similar to that. So um, so yeah. So you get out, and um, my Jew would kind of just you know see you off, tell you like see you later, um, take the skyship back up into the sky and and fly off. Um, and the rest of you are kind of left in this area, and um, you actually. Maichu's got more orders to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Maichu's Uber service is very busy. <laughs> she gets a lot of calls. Anyways, uh, especially in this city. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people. Actually, that brings me to my next point. It is very loud here when you get out because there are many, many, many skyships coming and going of all like different shapes and sizes and colors it's it's pretty cool actually if you've never been in a place where there are lots of skyships uh i would say that most of the people that you see around here uh look like they are from Salem. there's definitely a certain way that people dress here um oh i forgot to mention you landed in upper Salem. uh there are two Salem. um is because it's a floating city, it's been built kind of interestingly. There's like this lower part of it, uh, which would be Lower Asylum, and that's more where there are like, um, it's a more industrial area. There's more like factories, and then Upper Asylum is a bit more like, say, New York. It's like the bigger city. It's it's a bit shinier, more ritzy. Um, so that's you're you're. It's cool. It's yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to just avoid saying it's <laughs> Columbia, but yeah, it's just Columbia. Yeah. Um, so uh, you're in Columbia. I mean, Salem. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so most of the people that you see around look like they are they are from here. Um, maybe some are going to other places throughout Faerun. Maybe others are just kind of like going to and from work. Um, a lot of the people... I mean, Salem is definitely a place that's very comfy for people who can fly like say aarakocra or avariel which are winged elves which is what um rin is um asmr are another um so definitely you see a lot of people here with with wings but for those who can't get around flying or just the 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 distance is too far uh people definitely travel a lot by skyship so there are some people here who are just like uh, but then you also see quite a few people who look like they are tourists. <laughs> like you can tell that they're coming from other places. Um, there's this little gnomish boy who uh, exits uh, an airship and he's holding a book on um, on just like technology, hmm. you know, just like built like invention building. Uh, and he's just his eyes are darting around. He just looks like overjoyed to be here. Um, so then uh at that point at that point uh rin turns to you and he goes uh, uh normally my Jew and i would just fly from here but seeing as the rest of you don't really have wings uh we'll be taking another mode of transport and uh rika kind of turns to you with a big grin and she says you guys are gonna like this and so rin would kind of rin and rika would kind of lead you through this this crowd of people um with mimi following behind them to another little building not too far away where there's a man selling 
basically what look like steampunk mopeds. I want that. I, I need that in my life. That's something I need. Hey. Well, good for you, because you're gonna get one right now. Yes! <laughs> yep. Uh, Red hands the guy some cash, and he nods. And, um, yeah, you get, you get cool motorcycles now. They're about big enough for, for two people to ride, so who is, who is sharing these? Uh, hang on, are they, are they flight-capable, or are they, at, like, actual... Oh, no, yeah, they're, like, wheeled motorcycles. Mo- motorcycles. They're not flight-capable. Yeah, you'll be you'll be going through the streets, but you'll be mm-hmm. it'll be a bit faster than than walking. Mm-hmm. A hell of a lot faster than walking. Yeah. And, and, and um, if I were to posit a head cannon for a moment, mm-hmm. I know a lot of the trainways in Asylum, much like the trains in uh, the Plane of Eberron, use the lightning rail mechanic, which is like part magic, part rails. So this image of like mm-hmm. lightning coming from these tires is just fucking sick. That. That is very cool and like That's so rad. That's really cool. Nice. I want to say that that's Yeah, okay, sure. Sure. <laughs> Light sure. And raw. Yeah. <laughs> that's freaking that's way too cool to not be canon, so I'll just say that it Okay. Uh anyways, so they are um it's not like a lot of lightning. It's like little sparks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I just think that there's like a faint blue coming from parts. Yeah. Yeah, like there's kind of a faint blue Blue glow. Half Tron, half steampunk. This I dig it. Yes, it's really, it's really cool. I, I had this idea earlier today, and I, oh, this is cool. Anyways, um, I just complimented myself again. Anyways, you get to do that. <laughs> Trust me. Cool. Anyways, um, I someone needs to like take a shot every time I say anyways, and you'll be drunk in like oh, very quickly. Yeah. In like very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so how are you guys seated? You have um, there. There's two people who can sit on each one. I mean, if if someone wants one just by themselves, th- that's fine too. Caleb, but Jatai takes takes one. Just like immediately goes for it. Okay. Because he he is not letting Sari drive the one that he's on. <laughs> Okay, fair. But... Rika and Mimi probably share, considering. Yeah, unless someone wants to ride with Rika instead. No, Andre's not here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think Sari wants to ride with Calum. Okay. Aw. And Calum. Can I ride? Calum thinks about it for a second and just looks at the papers he still has to do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It'll be really safe, I promise. Okay, but I get way back. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair. Awesome. Thanks, sis. That's cute. I actually, this is just a cute visual to me. I actually want to imagine that Rika has one by herself because she's just like, hell yeah, I'm gonna look freaking cool on this on this motorcycle by she's, myself. She cast press the digitation on it to make it black because she's that person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I think that Evan would appreciate that if if they were here. Just fucking ghost rider it. Mm-hmm. And um, Mimi actually kind of looks to Rin and is just like, I really want to drive. And just like, yeah, okay. Uh, and so Mimi would take the front and he'd take the back. Also, his his wings take up some space, so it's it's better for him to to be behind her. So it's kind of like, Fair. yeah, it's like almost <laughs> like they almost look like. You know that cute thing of like 
the guy and the girl on the moped, except for it's switched. <laughs> I love it. Um, Adorable. Yeah. Um, he's blushing a little bit, sitting behind her, kind Can of with his like papers on a moped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as as you guys are zooming down the street, you might you might notice he's like blushing a little bit as he wraps his arms around her. Who are we following? Who's leading the way? Is the question. Um, I, I guarantee say... you, me and Sorry have no idea where the fuck we're going. Yeah, I'd say that Rika is leading the way, and then right. Ren and Mimi are like very close behind them. Because Rika is just that way. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So as you're zooming down the street, uh, you you make it your way back into the main capital city. The streets are crowded with well-dressed elves, Esmar, Avariel, Aarakocra, Erdjanasi, and the odd human, as well as many others uh, you may not have seen before. There's actually a Gif man and his wife. Gif are these big hippo creatures, and uh, he's wearing a pinstripe vest and some small round glasses. And his wife wears this big sun hat decorated with flowers, and they're pushing a little baby carriage. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a little baby hippo in there. Uh, and there is just tech everywhere. Like, um, you have not seen anywhere like this before. Well, m- maybe you have, but probably not. Many of the buildings and street lamps have uh, fluorescent lights. Uh, people are walking robotic pets. You actually see another couple ride past you in a uh, uh, like a fancy carriage that's led by this mechanical horse. It's like it's like being in New York, except for it's like this strange blend of the 1800s and also the 1920s. And yeah, it's just bustling, bustling streets. And um, you actually see Rin from from his seat on the back of the motorcycle turn back to you guys uh, with a big grin. And he just kind of makes a, a, a gesture with his arm and says, uh, well, guys, looks like we're here. Welcome to Upper Asylum. Uh, so, um... You you get a little bit farther into town. You just kind of see more of the more of the hustle and bustle. Um, there are quite a few shops that um, you know maybe later if you get some time you might want to check out. And then uh, Rin turns back to you again and is kind of he's kind of shouting and he just says, uh, "My mom told us we should meet with her to discuss how to go over this. Uh, we don't live very t- far from here, but you're more likely to find her in the Capitol building. Uh, we'll lead you there." So um, what? What? What did you say? <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said we don't live too far from here, but my mom lives in the capital building and we're going there. You don't like your ears? <laughs> what? He kind of like puts it, he puts his, like, he has these little, like, feathery ears that look a bit like, they look a little strange, like not all of Ariel have them, so he kind of like blushes a little bit. <laughs> Caleb um, just kind of like sends a message cantrip to everyone and just like shut up and focus. That's <laughs> on the road. Yeah. I also just realized I also just realized I said that Oleta lives in the Capitol building. That is not true. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. She does not live she there. She might like she might like practically live there. Like Caleb. That's true. She does yeah, she does practically live there. May I just point out they <laughs> are like... traveling at speed on fantasy steampunk mopeds. 
through a steampunk city. It is going to be loud. It's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's super loud. No, it's super loud. I, Caleb message cantrips everyone. Eyes on the road. We'll talk <laughs> You actually see, like, Rekka, like, swerve really quickly. Or actually, maybe it's maybe it's Mimi who swerves because they, they were the ones talking. Anyways, uh, so after a while, you get to the Asylum Capitol building. Uh, the Capitol building, similarly to Caleb's castle, is in the center of the city. It's the tallest building in Asylum, and it's actually quite modern looking. It's a very tall, rectangular-shaped building with these two large pillars holding up an arch above a massive doorway. Yeah, just just to get an image in your head, there's like this tall, very tall building and then kind of like a Roman-style um, entryway with this big, huge door and these two pillars and then an arch above that. And then on either side of that are these two very, very large blue banners um, that have the town symbol on it, which is a uh, upwards-pointing triangle um, in the center of this image uh, with an arch above it and then a smaller circle above that, and then framing it are a set of avian wings. This is the symbol for Upper Asylum. Um, and as you um, maybe park park your bikes <laughs> and and walk up the steps to the, the entryway, um, you see another gift man standing at the door, um, <clears throat> and he... You, you can tell immediately from looking at him that he's the, the security, and he kind of narrows his eyes at you. A little bit. Howdy. Oh. Like like Hale and Wellmet and all that jazz. Uh, like Hale and <laughs> Calabunga and Groovily Met, dudes. Oh, I hate <laughs> it. No. No, not, not uh, in this world. He oh, like God. raises an eyebrow at you. We're with um with Caleb. I'm his sister. Hi. Um, he just pokes I, his head. He po- he pokes his head out, and you see his face kind of like just a little dizzy, <laughs> and <clears throat> and he just like starts like trying to pick up a paper that got you no. Know? Uh, well, I'm, doesn't he have like a bag or something? He would have. Yeah, he's trying to put them. He's trying to put them in the bags. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So um. He he's still kind of like narrowing his eyes at you, uh. But then he sees he says he sees Rin kind of like get off the off the motorcycle, probably also like a little bit dizzy, similar to Caleb. But um, uh, Mimi did a good job of driving. So, um, sorry, did a good sees... job of driving. Caleb just gets the motorcycle. Oh, <laughs> ah, uh, he and Rin share that in common. Cool. So, uh, uh. Yeah, so he's still kind of narrowing his eyes at you until he sees Rin, um, and his expression kind of changes a bit. And uh, he says, um, I'm not very good at doing voices when I... I, c- I can do them when I'm a player character, because I just have to think about doing one voice. I'm not good at doing a lot of different voices. Um, but he says, uh, uh, Oh, Master Hewlett. That was horrible. Um, <laughs> I'll just talk in my normal uh, Master Hewlett, happy. Oh, uh, Master Hewlett. You do a way better job of his voice than I do. Uh, <laughs> I can... uh, happy to see you again. And uh, what of the rest of you? What business do you have entering the capital? I'm following Zed Guy. 
pointing at Rin. Yeah, I'm the Tim. He's my brother and stuff. I know I'm a gnome and he's an elf, but we're related. By by our mom, who's a tiefling. <laughs> this man looks like so confused, and he kind of just like glances back to Rin, like, are, are like, are you serious? Are they with you? And he kind of just like, he kind of just is gives him a nod, like, yes, they are, and um, he shrugs and and would let you inside. Jatai is, like, still standing there making a face. You can almost, like, see the calculations, like, floating around his head. <laughs> oh, about what Sari said? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, this gift man, his name is Thomas. He uh, lets you enter the building, and you're escorted down a long hallway with white walls and pillars on either side of you, um, resembling the ones that you saw outside, but smaller. Uh, as well as more of the same blue banners. Uh, there are statues, paintings of governors and governesses of the past, uh, council members throughout history, and a few larger and more decorative paintings on as well, just like like landscapes and like historical events and that kind of thing. As you uh, walk down this hallway, you see um, there are some 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 closed doors which you could assume might be different um, offices, and uh, he stops in front of in front of one, um, and kind of just like gives you a nod, like gives Rin a nod, and and walks off. Um, and he kind of a, a bit like timidly knocks on the door and um, cracks it open a little bit, and kind of peers in and is just like, uh, "Mom, mom, mom, we're." We're here now, uh, and you see a quite tall uh, Avarial woman sitting at a desk. She's in her early 50s. Uh, she's stately but graceful. She has olive-colored skin, short brown hair that sort of flips upwards in the back. Uh, think kind of like like Pearl from Steven Universe hairstyle. Um, and um, this is very striking pale blue eyes. Uh, very similar to Rin's, and large golden brown wings. And she's wearing a white and gold cloak with the crest of Upper Asylum on it, as well as um, a small pin that has another symbol on it, which is kind of like these two intersecting rays of light and a circle in the center. This is Governess Oletta. Oh. Uh, hi, Governess Miss uh, Rin's, like, starts, like, flipping through his notes. And, like, you know what's screen is? Hi. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. Jatai does the bow again. <laughs> a pleasure to meet you, ma'am. I am Jatai Kwan. Oh, I. She kind of like looks to Caleb. I, uh, to to be completely honest, I was I was just expecting you. Well, I mean, situate when a situation gets like this, always best to bring in the cavalry, right? I suppose. Um, she. Don't worry, Sari and Jatai are some of my best. And I mean that with absolute sincerity. <laughs> yeah, I sure hope Aww, so. thanks, bro. I want really badly to imagine, like, the image that I got in my head is, you know, that scene from Band Geeks, the Spongebob episode, no. where, like, Squidward is like, 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 this is my band, and then you cut to Spongebob and he's doing this, like, silly little dance. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry's doing a cartwheel and Jatai's like looking at the rafters. Yeah. And she just kind of goes like, I see. All right, then. Um, uh, Rin, darling, would you pull up a seat for them? We, uh, we have a lot to discuss. Uh, and Rin would kind of would kind of nod and pull up s- some seats for them to to sit down. Caleb would pull his seat, and just like I can I can do it. This is fine. Rin, you can pull up your own seat. This is fine. Hang on, are there are there actually rafters? Um, this is not a very big room. It's like an office building. So oh, damn it. so like, like like yeah like this is an office. So I would say no. Um, there are some like bookcases. That like maybe you could get on top of. No, I'm not gonna scale the bookcase. I was gonna see if there were rafters, so he could just sort of flip up and hang upside down while, you know, the other <laughs> sit normally, you know, like you know, normal people. Normal. Yeah, yeah. Um, normal situations uh, normally. Mm-hmm. Jatai takes a seat. Jatai actually sits cross-legged on a chair, mm-hmm. like an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. So, um. Yeah, she'd kind of, like, clear her throat a little bit, like, seeing you do that. Um, and, um, she says, uh, well, uh, I, as, as I said before, I was, I was not expecting so many of you, but, um, it's, it's always glad to have, to, um, meet more of Caleb's friends. Uh, have you, how have you enjoyed your time in Upper Asylum so far? Oh, it's really cool. Yeah, between, uh, between great... Between Eloise's uh, piece on uh, magical history and Carl's uh, bit about uh, hot healing buns, I think I've managed to actually get a pretty good view of the place. What? Carl is uh, one of my students, and he is steadfast in the belief he can only cast healing word if he sit, plays hot crust buns on his recorder. Ergo, he has dubbed the spell hot healing buns. That's nice. Dear, I, no. I, all right then. I, I, I was, I was asking, him, how have you, how have you enjoyed your time in, in, in Asylum so far? The, the question was directed. I like it. The great. question was I've directed been, more. I really towards... liked it. I got to drive a moped, and I drove really fast. And Caleb got to grade more papers. Mm-hmm. Architecturally, it is a very interesting place. Very efficient use of vertical space. I'm impressed. However, the mm, noise level is, what is word, how you say, catastrophic. <laughs> uh, you see her smile a bit awkwardly at that. Um, yeah, yes, it can be quite noisy here. Our, our, we, we house quite a few, a few people. It's a, it's a popular city. I appreciate your, you complimenting the architecture. My, uh, my husband and I actually took part in its design. Oh, it is a planned city. Hmm. I did not get that from the street plans that we uh, took. Mm. Interesting. Um, Very interesting. You took a randomized pattern to the layout, I see. <laughs> Curious. You see, like, uh, like, Oleta's face, like, light up, and she, like, wants to keep talking about this, but Rin kind of just gives her the look of, like, Mom. So, um... See... I feel like they're both architecture nerds, but for very different reasons. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not gonna get like too much into into backstory stuff, but um, uh, Rin's father was um an inventor, 
named uh, Liren, and he helped to basically. Well, okay. Uh, I think Caleb could say like, "Oh, I know about this," and then briefly just kind of runs that by them, you know? Yeah. So basically, basically, like, um, Rin and his mother are uh, Avariel, which are basically like winged elves. So they have the same lifespan as elves. So like back many, many, many years ago, Rin's father, Liren, kind of laid out the main design for Asylum. He was kind of like the leading architect on building this city. Um, yeah, Jatai just like studies urban architecture and urban layout because he needs to form escape plans and break in routes <laughs> and shit. I see. <laughs> so Caleb's giving this absolute nerd talk and Jatai's just like, that, that's great. But uh, Caleb does say, the, the one interesting thing about the story is uh, it's a bit of a le- it's a bit of an urban legend, but there's a myth that Liren managed to come up with the entire plan in one night. So <laughs> I'm certain that it took a little bit more time than that. Uh, you see her kind of like she smiles, but like her you can see there's a little bit of like sadness in her smile. Um and she kind of like shakes it off and she's like, oh, yes, right. Um, and she then kind of stands up from her seat, kind of getting ready to like, like you, basically, you know that like she's ready to start like going over plans with you. So she stands up mm-hmm. and she says, um, as you know, I am one on a council of 12 members who govern things here in Upper Asylum. Uh, as you can imagine, news that someone intends to see our city destroyed is not something we take lightly. The last time we met, uh, Mayamith, she uh, looks over to Mimi, relayed to me the information you found when you infiltrated the Brigandarth headquarters. It appears that Jarlaxel has planned to take down the city using an artifact called the Red Orb, which you've all seen firsthand is capable of immense chaotic power. I haven't, but I think I would rather not. <laughs> It turned Jarlaxle into a worm. Who the fuck was that? Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, I, I won't. <laughs> Let's just call him a big asshole and we'll call it there. <laughs> yeah, yes, that, that would be an accurate word to describe him. Uh, luckily, uh, you were all able to retrieve the red orb and it's currently being held in our laboratory where we have our top scientists and magicians taking a look at it. Um, why Jalax? Yeah, about that. <laughs> yes? Uh, we'll talk later. Don't worry about it. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. We gotta get this through. Uh, Alright then. Um, Calum is like in his- That was totally not ominous. Calum is in his head just trying to think about like, we need the red orb to bring back Anna. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, he's not gonna say that yet. He's not just gonna drop on Oletta. Oh, hey, I've been visited by the- My friends have been visited by the ghost of my dead best friend. <laughs> Yeah. It's uh, not something you just bring so up in casual conversation. That's <laughs> true. Uh so she she continues um and says, uh White Arlaxel has targeted us, I'm not sure. But unfortunately he is not the only one. Talk of Silab's destruction has been disturbingly common as of late. Uh as much as I hate to admit it, there are multiple criminal factions in Lower Asylum. Um 
that we believe have been trying to put together some kind of rebellion. Uh, luckily, most of these factions are rather small. To give you an idea, one of the most powerful is called the Carrion, and we have reason to believe that its leader isn't much older than my own son. Uh, he goes by the alias of Corvin. Hmm. And... Hmm. And that brings me to why you are here. Uh, I know you still may, you may still have questions. You want us to kill him? <laughs> no, why we're no, no, here. No. Like the cosmic sense. You ever wonder why the dichotomy we're of because... man? <laughs> we are here because some random teenagers rolled some dice and wrote down pieces of paper Whoa. with their names Whoa. on them and created us out of hey, nothing. Hey, Livy, I'm going to need you to roll a uh, roll a wisdom save for me. <laughs> Are we doing the whole, like, annihilation of the brain thing? I thought that I was the DM. Hold on, Livy, what is it? Um, 22. Okay, never mind. What, what was what going would to I happen? Do if it wasn't? You take damage as the fourth wall punches you right back. <laughs> this, is what you, this is what happens when you have three veteran DMs and one DM that we are bringing into the fold. <laughs> you kind we're, of- We're trying to raise you like a good, good DM. You kind of see, like, Oletta just, like, rubbing her temples, just like, oh, this is a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> this is- this is the- this is the crucial no, really, way. This the is the- this is the patented Frostwater way. <laughs> we're the best of the best. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't get no bestest than this. Rin is like sweating. <laughs> like I, pr I promise, mom, these people. Are... Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, so, 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 getting back on track. Uh, this brings me to the reason why you are here. Uh, no, I, I, I do not want you to kill him. Jatai sheathed his claws. Uh. I know that many of you still may have questions about the Malsum, and I promise you that those questions will be answered. I have Theo and Valerin, um, two of my top hypnomancers, looking into it, but for now, I've decided to send you on a safer mission. Comparatively, of course. Um, for those of you unaware, today is actually the anniversary of Asylum's foundation. Uh, some of the nobles in town have put together a gala in order to celebrate, which will be later tonight. We have reason to believe that Corvin may try to strike there. Your job is to find him and bring him back to us where he will receive punishment for his crimes. Again, not going to kill him, just punish him. Okay. <clears throat> so, question of the hour. Do you need me to go as me? <laughs> like... Do I need to, like, do I need to appear as Prince Calum, or can I, like, low-key, like, change my look for this? Like, what, what's, what's the plan here? Oh, um, well... It's like, I'm already pretty noble. I don't need to, like, I don't need to hide, but I, I mean, if you don't want, like, you know, you know. Well, I mean, Calum, you've, you've been to Asylum before. It's a, it's a gala in Upper Asylum, um... I would just give you advice to dress however, well, dress how you see 
fit. Um, I would say uh, it is it is a rather um, large and uh, formal. Yes, uh, thank you. Rather large and and formal event. So um, I would say that formal attire is in order. Oh God, I have to wear slacks. <laughs> <laughs> She turns to Rin and says, um, if, if you would like to take them to town and, and get them some outfits, um, I, I would appreciate that. Uh, um, and he kind of nods. At that point, um, she would tell you, like, I, I wish you well on your mission. Um, I'm giving you stones of far speed so that you can be in communication with me. Um, and... As much as this is a mission, um, don't don't feel like you can't have fun tonight. It is a party, after all. Uh, and with that, she would kind of um, send all of you off. But she would kind of take a moment to, like, pull pull Kaylin aside and just kind of say, like, um, you know, I've over the t- time that I've known of the face card's existence, I've grown to... I still have worries, Caleb. Just... Just make sure that Rin stays safe. Uh, I'll do my best. I would... I would go myself, but I f- fear that I, I might... I may be targeted. Yeah, no, I understand. Just so- um, so, um, yeah, so, so with that, she kind of send you guys off. Um, Caleb just kind of walks out of the room and just turns to everybody and just goes, so good news, or bad news, depending on how you think of it, we are going apparel shopping. Bad news, we're going snooty apparel shopping. Hmm. <sighs> Now, now this could be worse. This could be worse, but yeah, no, it's not. It's not great. <laughs> Rika just is like, "What are I, you guys just... talking about? This is be great." Nah, are you sure? Oh, I. Do we have to like? Do we have? Do I have to wear a tie? <laughs> Those suck, even in fantasy. I refuse. Ah, oh, come on! It'll be fun, and um. Rika leads you very excitedly um, out the door of the of the uh, uh, Capitol building. Almost forgot what it was called for a second. Um, and back in, into the streets. Um, ma- maybe you guys would get on your. Caleb does. Hmm? On our bike to get to a shop. Yeah, I would like to say that, like when they make it to the storefront, because cutting for time a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caleb does add. I will add though, my my tie restriction does have a caveat for bow ties because they're cool. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Rin kind of like nods at that. <laughs> I agree. Uh, so yeah, so you make it to a um uh another kind of like quaint looking store. Um, I mean, you can tell that like the stuff in here is expensive. But it's still like a smaller store. Um, you see um, some some mannequins in the window wearing some very dapper looking outfits. 
Um, and uh, there is um, an Aarakocra man at the at the at the register. He uh, he gives you a big grin and just goes like, "Oh, uh, nice to see people stopping by. Um, feel free to look around." Thank you. Uh, so do we just describe our new duds now? Livy? Are we gonna do the thing? Yes, please. Caleb and Sari have top hats. Matching top hats. Sorry. Oh my god. Sorry has the, a bow on it. They're going the way. They're going the full nine yards. They got fantastic. I would, I would say like you guys are supposed to look like not super obvious, like you're trying to blend in. But that said, I mean there are probably other people wearing top hats at the party. I mean, yeah, you won't be the only ones. We got the cool jackets. We got the suspenders. We got the top hats. We got the whole nine yards, baby. Oh, the canes. Do we get some? Oh, oh Caleb, <laughs> Caleb uses pre- like a spell to make his quarterstaff look like one of those. Oh, that's actually very cool. I like that a lot, actually. Uh, yeah. So, Jatai, what about you? He ain't changing. He does his best best work in his gear, and he ain't getting out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think like I'm just hang on. I'm just like imagining Caleb and Sari are in like these this super cool getup, and they're like, "How do we look?" And then there's Jatai who has not changed, and he's like, eh. "Edible." <laughs> oh, you look, <clears throat> you look. And I mean no offense. Like a horde of wild wardrobes attacked you. <laughs> that was the impression I wanted to give. I, I did jump into the closet. Blindfolded. It, it is, it, it's a statement. <laughs> Fuck, dude, it sure is. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rika kind of just like is giving you the like, this is not okay smile. And it's just like, uh, see, the, the, the elements are there, but the, the colors are definitely clashing. Let me, let me, let me help you. She kind of pull Sari aside and try to like fix her outfit a bit. Like you still get to keep the top hat and the suspect, like the whole thing. But like, I think she tried to make the colors a bit like you're probably wearing like six different patterns on you. So I think she tries to make it look a bit nicer. It goes six patterns to two. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sounds about right. So yeah, so you uh, get your outfits. Um, I I think Rika's in kind of like a fancy black dress. Um, Mimi's in like a a bit like shorter dress and um, some cute like knee high socks and a little vest. Um, and I would say that Rin's dressed kind of similarly to how he was before, but he's put on like a little bow tie and yeah. Uh, he, 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 Caleb did get a bow tie. That is important. Nice. Um, yeah, Rin already dressed is kind of fancy, so he's just bow tie. Uh, so 
you go to the the, uh, the register, and um, uh, I think I mean Oleta has given you money to buy these clothes, so I think that Rin just kind of hands the person at the counter That's the good. yeah Rin just kind of hands the person at the counter the money, um, and and he he takes it from you, um, he kind of like squints a little bit at at Rika and Mimi in here. Um like it's not a super nice look that he's giving them, but he kind of just like shrugs it off, accepts the money. Um and uh yeah, you guys have some new outfits now. Jitsai would have spent probably spent that time like polish like burnishing the uh scratches and shit out of his armor and probably get a, a slightly less tattered cloak. <laughs> that's about okay. it. I mean I honestly not I'm not gonna lie, if you just like if you got one of those cloaks that was a bit more like a trench coat that you could just like put around yourself and like a little like a nice hat and maybe like a little bow tie or something like See I would hat, but also you forget ears. Right. He's a tabaxi. <laughs> You're right, but like also like elves. <laughs> Rika has horns. Oh my god. Mm. Oh my god, are you telling me that they have hats like specifically made for like oh, yeah. horn slash ear races where they have like holes cut in? I of course they doubt do. it. Yes. But the thing is, horns and ears are very well, different. Well, they have both. I mean, I'm not saying like I need you to wear a hat. I'm just saying like that is yeah. something they probably have. Yeah, no. Um so yeah, so anyway, so you guys got got some like cool new outfits. Are you wearing them like out of this place or are you going to save that for later? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Cam is spinning his new quarterstaff cane. For, for everyone to see. <laughs> Great. Um, so, you guys... Jatai is pretending he doesn't know you. <laughs> nice. Bruce is fun time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the rest of them probably walk out in outfit. I mean, like, Rin hasn't even changed, but he just added, like, a bow tie. Um... But, uh, you, you guys actually have some time before you have to be at this event, so, um, I don't really have a lot written for this part. You guys can kind of just, like, there's a lot of different places to go in town, um, lots of different, like, shops and, you know, areas to just, like, get some food or, 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 you know, sit around and, and and talk there's some like cool statues um where you see like people have and like little water for the sake of time do we each want to say like one thing we do in our free mm-hmm. where where is the actual like gala going to be held um the gala is going to be held um close to uh the capitol building i'd say that there's probably there's probably a a a building that's like for hosting these kinds of events, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a a, a ballroom. Yeah, like a type, ballroom. Like dance exactly. hall kind of. Yeah. Okay. So we we know where this is going yes. to be. Okay. Jatai is gonna spend that time like scouting out the area in detail. Think of like a think of like a 1920 speakeasy, but like way larger. That's fair. 
Yeah, Jatai is definitely gonna like march over to that place and just sort of scope it out in detail for the next couple of hours just to get the lay of the land. Like the actual building itself, like Oh, okay. Basically as if he's casing the joint. Like for if as if he were to break in and break out. Like he's plotting exit routes and entrance routes and you know, ways to get around. Mm, I see. In the event that shit goes down. Ah, oh, okay. Dude doesn't fuck around when it comes to jobs like this. Wow, okay. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a couple of different, like, um, I mean, there's one entrance, but there are a couple of different exits. Um, it's, I mean, there are, like, a few different rooms. There's, like, the main, um, like, ballroom, but then there's also another room that's a bit smaller, you know, that has, like, a bar and, you know, it's kind of where you can just sort of, like, chill out. Um, you see that... Like a lounge. Yeah, like a lounge. Um, some decorations have been put up. Uh, but there really isn't anyone in here. Apart from, like... Um, you see a... Uh, I'd say, like... A tiefling woman in her, like... I'd say, like, mid-twenties. Um, she has a, she's a blue tiefling, and she has a short, like, bob-cut black hair. Hold on, my ping just spiked here. I'm gonna need oh, you no. to say okay. that all over again. Uh, last thing I heard was tiefling woman with, uh, and okay. then, it, like, skip. Uh, you see a tiefling woman, young tiefling woman, in her, like, mid-twenties. Um, she's a blue tiefling, she has short, bob-cut black hair. Um, she's wearing a, um... Kind of a like short, uh, short sparkly dress, um, basically like a like a flapper dress, um, and there are some other musicians behind her, kind of like practicing, getting in tune, um, and she's talking to someone just about like musical arrangements, basically, for later that night. Hmm. Uh, but those are like the. I assume there's also yeah, a there's like a kitchen catering kitchen uh, stuff like that. Um, some people have like you see a couple of people like setting things up you know like you see a staff in here like setting things up but yeah I yeah but apart from that there's like really nobody in here okay good that's that's very yeah. good lets him just sort of analyze the place in peace mm -hmm. yeah he's he's really not interested in talking to anyone right now he's just like mentally mapping out the building in his head okay um useful I mean, there's probably some, like, good. security before you could just, like, get your way in here. But, I mean, Jatai is a rogue. For, like, for the sake of time, we can just say you, like, rode your way in. You know? Like, no one really sees you. You're just... Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I would, like... And if he did yeah. get caught, all he'd have to do is... Exactly. All that would have to happen is a quick call to Oletta. And oh, yeah. Find... Like, I would... Typically, I would say, like, make a stealth check. But the thing is, like... There's still a decent amount of, of stuff that needs to happen in this one shot, so... 80% 80 of stealthing in plain sight is acting yeah. like you belong there. And boy, howdy, does he know how to do that. Remember, dude's been doing this for, like, I don't know, 10 mm -hmm. years? Maybe more? Yeah. Probably more. Jatai is the most professional out of everyone in the fucking campaign. 
like I said, dude does not fuck around when it comes mm -hmm. to jobs like this. Yeah. So, uh, what are the what are the rest oh. of you, you guys doing? What are what are Caleb and Sari Caleb, up to? I think Caleb is actually gonna talk with Rin and be a little bit outside because if everyone was there, then it's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, I was hoping that you guys would want to like run in town. But I mean, if you guys all want to be in the same place, that's that's cool too. I mean, that makes it DMing a lot easier. <laughs> Sari is just wandering. No one knows where she is, including Sari. <laughs> this is no, that's a that that's some pocket lint. Um... Caleb actually has an idea and goes up to Sari and goes, "Hey, if you're gonna do some investigating," and he. Uh, goes into like his pocket or something and because I just remembered an old ass joke from a really really pure game of ours he pulls out this set of like really wide glasses oh yes <laughs> he hands them to Sari and just goes like here these kind of can like give you a read on what things in the nearby area are uh, they were enchanted by a friend of mine so Maybe these can help you. It'll tell me the suspicious stuff? It will. And also it has a little... Uh, Caleb then just looks... Uh, casts a spell on it and just goes... Also, there's a... It connects to the message cantrip, so I can tell you when we gotta be somewhere. Cool. You know, I can do that now, too. Right? In that cool... Oh, that's, oh, that's right. I forgot you can do magic now. I forgot about that. Oh, my brother. But yeah, no faith. <laughs> Here, you could use these until we get the until we wrap up. I'm gonna go talk to Rin really fast because it has been a little bit, and then we'll meet up later. Okay. Okie doke. Trust you, little sis. Bye. I'm the older one, but sure. Bye. I. We have not done tests. <laughs> I think we're twins. Okay, fine. They're just message cantripping each other as Caleb kind of bumps into Rin. Mm -hmm. And he just so like, so Rin, uh, today's the anniversary of the city going up. I'm, I'm sure that that brings about some mixed emotions, yeah? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But, you know... I'm, you okay? I mean... I don't know. I I normally like this holiday. You know, everyone comes together to essentially celebrate something my dad really cared about, but things are different now. I understand. If it makes you feel any better, you're handling it like a pro. It never gets easier, but it gets it never gets easier, it just gets done more often. Mm. There's a bit of a difference. But uh, tell me a little bit about your about what happened. Is it true that your dad actually managed to get it all up in the air and what? <laughs> I I'm I'm not sure. That's what some people have said, but um I actually uh I've 
I've kept some journals of his, um, and I've gone through them probably a hundred times. Um, he... Anything interesting? Oh, so many things. He... He was amazing. He... Obviously, he had a lot of help, but essentially, most of what you see here is of his own design. He had this vision of what he wanted the city to be, and he knew how to go about making it a reality. I I don't remember a lot from my really early childhood, but those memories are all pretty nice. Did he leave you anything? Like, is there something you look back on? I know for me, when I think about people I care about, it's nice to have symbols, you know? When I think about Anna, I think about her. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, obviously, there's all of his notebooks, um, which, I mean, have just been so inspirational. I've, uh, I mean, as you know, I've, I'm a bit of an inventor myself. I, I like to think I take after him. Um, I believe you do. Yeah, but um, he also, he, when I was young, he gave me this little pin. I'm. I've never really been sure why he gave it to me. Um, and he takes out a this little round pin from his pocket, and there is a symbol of a dragon on it. Um, and he kind of like you see his face kind of drop a bit. He just goes like, kind of ironic, huh? Yeah, I mean, ugh, I'm sorry, dude. Do you mind if I, mind if I give it a look? See if maybe there's like a bell imbued in it? Like, I don't know, maybe there's like a message in here, you know? You have your, you have your grand mage, you have your mage friend, might as well put him to work, right? Uh, yeah, sure, just, just make sure you don't lose it. He'd, he'd hand him the pen. I promise. He just looks at it. He's going to roll. In. Should I roll, like, investigation on it? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Holy fuck. Okay. I, it hit, you may have me re-roll because it hit one of the things. It hit my book. But it hit the book to get a nat 20. Oh. So, Caleb... Calum just I, I'm assuming there's no magic in it, but is there like anything he can recognize? Like is this a symbol he knows? Um I mean you oh gosh, yeah. I mean you got a nat 20, so I have to say yes. Like you would recognize this symbol. Um Okay. Where would I recognize it from? This is surprisingly enough. I did not think that this would be revealed so early. This is the symbol of the Izzet League on Ravnica. 
what? Dylan, like, is taken aback by this because he remembers the other asshole. <laughs> um, what, pray tell, the entire fuck? <laughs> exactly. He hands it back to Rin and just has, like, the wide eyes and just pings sorry, just like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh my god, I really didn't think you guys would get to this. Wow, okay. I didn't uh, either. I was just, I was trying to help the pin be set up. I thought I'd roll, like, a 15 and you'd go, like, ah, I don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, Calum, like, I feel like Calum isn't going to raise alarm bells on this during this mission. Mm-hmm. You know, they have stuff to do. But especially because his counterpart was Mel. Yeah. There's an absolute immediate, like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. you know? He hands it back to Ren, just goes, we'll talk later, yeah? Uh, oh, okay. And he, like... I... He goes, like, one, one, one... One academic mind to another. I want to do a little bit more re- uh, research before I make a final judgment. Yeah, it seems to make Caleb. sense. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, Caleb's gonna drop it till after everything goes down. Okay, okay. So he'd he'd kind of like fasten it back on himself, like very like carefully. Like you can tell that this is something that he like really like holds close to him, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. And, uh, so, so yeah, so a few more hours pass. Um, Caleb finally pings sorry the map back to the gala. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, from wherever she is in Asylum, makes her way back. Uh-huh. By, by walking backwards. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like really she curious to know me. what you were doing. I mean, if you if you really don't, sorry, was doing that's fine. Through a store, she walks backwards around a tree. She cartwheels backwards a few times. Oh my god! I choose to believe that same song we heard at the start is playing in reverse. And sorry, does <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> She takes um, three more backward steps and shows up. What's up, Caleb? As okay, Kay, as you were as you were time. doing that, there were definitely people like staring at you. Like, what? Pay no attention to me. I am just a humble person doing my job. Making Pay no sure attention to nothing. the L- I mean gnome behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> no attention to me. I'm just doing my job here. Thank you very much. Just inspecting the dirt. Ah, yes, this floor looks like floor. <laughs> um, people will get that yes. joke. This Hopefully floor by now people... made out of floor. It's, uh, it's Hopefully blue. by now, like, by the time that this episode is released, people will be able to laugh at that joke. Um, Sky is blue. Uh, better write that down in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are definitely some people kind of, like, giving you some, some weird glances. But, um... Sorry, you... sorry, would notice the weird glances and start juggling. I think she they and playing her pipes. <laughs> I think that at Aww. this point, these people assume that like it is like a holiday, so maybe you've been hired as like some entertainment. And I think oh, that I like thought you were just gonna end. I thought you were gonna put a period after high. 
What? <laughs> you said hired as entertainment, and I thought you were just going to oh. end it with a period after high. Oh! <laughs> it's a holiday, so I mean, get lit. God. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, they assume that she's been hired as some kind of entertainment, so I think that, like... There's a Janice in every city. Yeah, I think they actually, like, you see this couple, like, toss you some, some, some coins. You know, just kind of, like, do, like, a dainty little clap and just, like, that's wonderful, darling, here. And they give you, they give you some money. Some rusty septums for a street performer? <laughs> Or actually, I said that they thought that was weird. I said that they they thought you'd been hired as entertainment. They think, like, they assume you're a street performer who's maybe like someone's told, like, yeah, come to come to this gala and perform outside. Like, I think that the assumption is, um, you're part of the act, not well. No, like, oh, no. like they know that a bunch of like. This, this, Sorry this has left her like big have her big like floppy hat and has like put it on the floor. Yeah, like and yeah. so people put money in it, but so really sorry just took it off to switch it with the exactly, other. Exactly, exactly. And like I think they know like the gala is a big event. And so like like and like a lot of rich people are coming to this event. So I think they're like, ah, like this is someone who's smart who's come to like perform, you know, knowing yes. that a lot of people are coming here. I've come to do that thing. <laughs> yeah, thing so this this, this this couple just like tosses you some coins. Uh anyways. Sorry, sorry embracing that level of bar. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> very cute. Uh so yeah. The a couple hours pass and um you see people start kind of uh, filing in um they are dressed to the nines everyone looks super super dap uh, dapper um and i sure hope they don't look super super damp um not yet <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean maybe like they're gonna get really really drunk i don't know uh that's fair. My mind went in a very different direction, but uh No, continue. it's not supposed to be dirty. I'm sorry. That wasn't supposed to be a dirty joke. Uh, I don't even know I'm what sorry. I meant. Go, I'm sorry. go on. Go on. They look dapper, yes. <laughs> uh, I I I fumble over my words while doing I'm sorry. Anyways. No, uh, you can't be sorry. Livy is sorry. Yes. <laughs> okay. you, you should have learned this. We've done this podcast for a long time now. It's true. Like mm -hmm. almost a year. Almost a year. Holy fucking shit. I've known <laughs> you guys for a year. Wow. Yeah. This is This is the episode that's being recorded the week of the server anniversary. Oh, that makes me feel special. <laughs> this mm. is a special special thing. Oh, that is happening especially. Oh, it is very special, but it's also almost one a.m. here. So uh, let's yeah, uh, yeah, let's keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. okay. There's yeah. like, I think like two more scenes to get through. Um. So, uh, yes, you 
the um the party the parties began um there is it's very fancy there's um uh there's a bar where drinks are being served um you see a lot of people just kind of chatting amongst themselves um a few other people are kind of just like standing around um eating some food that's been prepared uh you know talking laughing uh there is a uh stage towards the back of the room where you see that same tiefling woman you saw earlier um did we ever get her name um nope we did not okay i just felt bad because we didn't know her name and i felt like a jerk. i'm going to say that her name is vivian Ooh, Ooh, i like that her name is vivian also Slightly more relevant question. Did we ever get like a physical description of uh Corbin? Oh, Corbin? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if we like, would we know? Like, did Oletta tell us what he looks was like, there like a, if, he, a, if we see him? Was there like mm-hmm. a police sketch or something? Oh, because otherwise, we're just looking, we're, we're gonna have to like side eye every like teenage male avariel in the place and i guarantee you that's gonna be oh my god did she, did she even say that he was an avariel oh shoot i think he she I did think but so. like but you could dude you're the dm retroactively I'll just, I'll i, I need say, you to retcon i'll just say who okay are we looking for i'll just say at this point oletta like gives you a call and says like oh my gosh i messed up i <laughs> i'm so sorry i i've had a lot of you know, as I mean, Rin can probably tell you, I've had a lot of on my mind today. Um, I I completely forgot to describe Corvin to you, and so she would take a moment to describe like we don't know. I mean, he he keeps to the shadows quite a bit, so we don't know exactly, what he is, but we know that he is. We'd predict in his early twenties, av- average build, a, a little on the taller side. He has uh, short black hair and um, very kind of raven-like appearance. In a city full of bird people. Yes, that is very descriptive. Um, I'm, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's all, that's all we really know about him. It will have to do. We will do our best with the information we are given. Agreed. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. unfortunately, there are quite a few people here that match that description. But, like, at the same time, I don't think all of them look like... I don't know. I don't know. Um, like, how... Jatai knows, like, the kind of look that I guess they're looking for. Like he knows he's he's been in that position. The like before. the like stake in the place eyes mm-hmm. sort of deal. Not kind of. Given what okay, so I'm gonna like give you the players an insight into what is going on in his mind. Right now okay. he's looking for someone who, based on what we know about this guy, is probably he looks like he's hiding something, but is trying not to look like he's hiding something and probably doing it fairly well. Mm-hmm. 
that that's so sort of trying to overcompensate on the socialism to make it not socialism, socialite ish. Not even that. Just like someone who, I guess the idea is he's looking for someone who looks too much like they belong there. Mm. Oh, I see. Like like they're trying to blend in, not like they just sort of blend in. Mm -hmm. pretty much gotcha someone who yeah okay. basically someone who has that veneer of like cool collectedness and fits in just a little too well yeah okay so i feel like that may be investigation yeah point maybe? being i'm about to roll an investigation as soon as i get back to jatai's character sheet because i got sidetracked um that's fair investigation there it is that is a 16. while you do that while while jatai is casing the place uh there's this brief moment as the girl is singing that Kalem looks to sari and just goes like sis i need to ask you a serious question if angel found out i was here and listen and watching this person perform would i be a dead man is my question like, how much of this am I allowed to say? Sorry, my Wi-Fi went out. What did you just say? Oh, Caleb was just basically asking, sorry, like, if Angel found out he was watching a flapper, would he? Oh, die? I will say, um, there, there are two things that you might notice about um, this, this flapper. Um, one, uh, as, as you get, I would say, like, the songs start off, you know, pretty pretty jazzy and fun and also like pretty clean but as you get later into the night like the songs get a little raunchier um you know as people are like yeah that as it got later that's when Caleb asked the question of like will i be a dead man if i tell angel this to sorry well are you an angel official couple i have no idea well do you have to tell angel you saw this no, I do not. Good. That is really liberating. She's not your mom. You don't have to tell her everything. You're right. He he fist bumps his sister. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to pull my top hat really low so I don't have to watch this. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it's, like, it's not too bad. Like, these are, I mean, these are, like, fancy people, you know, like, it's not getting like too dirty, but you know, like they're having some fun. It's getting later in the night. People are getting drunk, you know. Um, but another thing that you notice is that she is like one of the only tieflings in this building of maybe like a hundred people. Maybe more than that. So you mean how it's supposed to be in regular D&D? &D? Sure. <laughs> Point being, tieflings are in lore supposed to be very rare, and yet. Um, yes, but there might be another reason for that. Uh, mm. if if you, I mean, I'm not gonna just like tell you that, but yeah. Yeah, no, Jatai has definitely got yeah. eyes on, on her, mm -hmm. and not in like a. Not in a watching the flapper show <laughs> suspicion, like like casting a a quick glance over every now and again, just to like mm -hmm. 
you know, keep an eye on what she's doing. Yeah, I mean, she seems to be... That is, that is red flag number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, she seems to be having a good time, you know? But, um, yeah, she's... She... Rika is, like, totally oh, into it. Oh, for sure. Rika is, like, already making plans of, like, how can I talk to this lady after this is all done? Mm-hmm. Like, how can I meet her backstage? <laughs> Quote-unquote, talk. Yeah, talk. Um, but, uh... But yeah, you you we know what she's yeah. about. <laughs> but no, you notice that like literally her and Rika are some of like the only tieflings in this whole building. The rest of the people here are like does you see like a lot of elves, a lot of elves. Um a lot of they're like some Aarakocra. Um you see a few like Genasi, mostly air Genasi. Um yeah. Yeah. I think, like, what would be, like, if you want to get, like, political about it, basically what would be considered, like, when you talk about, like, high elves and, like, that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. They're yeah, not, yeah. they're not stoned elves, but they're high elves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb just kind of, like, Drinks a little bit. It's like this is the exact opposite of what I want for Tim Shul, but okay. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Please stay blind. Hang on. <laughs> you know? Are there any other Tabaxi in the room? Um, I'd say the no. There are a few. There are a few. There are not, a few. not a lot, and but there. Are I a assume couple. they're all. I assume they're all probably dressed more in the asylum fashion than in Jatai's more ragtag vaguely yeah like vaguely feral fashion oh, for sure like you see like yeah. there's um uh like oh i'm just gonna say this because i really really want to you see um an orange orange tabby cat dressed in like a like a a little vest and a bow tie and then w- with I him know where this is going with him is a a pretty white cat in like a a fancy dress, um, and see, I want three kids. I want I yes, but I feel like there probably wouldn't be kids at this party, so I'm just gonna say mm. that they've left their three kids at home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with with a with a with a sitter, like with a nanny or something. Yeah. With Edgar. <laughs> uh, no, never leave the kittens with Edgar. No, not with Edgar. I think we killed the Edgar. The ghost. I'm pretty sure we killed Edgar. Yes, oh, Edgar is super dead. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot you guys actually had a character. <laughs> yeah, we killed. That we killed. Sorry, <laughs> killed him and then her dogs down on his face. Um. Okay. So yes. Anyways, uh, the Aristocats are having a great time. <laughs> um. Yeah, so you, so you see them, and also like there are a couple of other Tabaxi. Actually, there's a comic. I don't I don't know what it's called, but I follow them on Instagram. There's this comic where the characters are cats, and they all look like it's very like kind of steampunk inspired. It's a really cool comic. I'll after this, I will look them up and send a link. Is it with the cats? Yes. It's called Lackadaisical. Yes. Yes, yes, that. Um, 
So anyways. Making a note to edit the lackadaisical discussion. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. Yes. So anyways. Um, yeah, it's, it's starting to get a bit later in the night and you haven't really found much of anything. There's there's a lot of people at this party and nothing um, has really seemed to like go wrong yet. It seems pretty normal. This is definitely like the fact that nothing has gone wrong yet is definitely putting Fitai on edge. Like it's like it's like an any second now feeling. It's mm -hmm. it's the feeling you get when Murphy's Law is breathing down your neck. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm rolling another intimidation or not intim fuck investigation. I can't, <laughs> I'm gonna intimidate. I can't do whole... the English. Oh, that's a twenty-two. Holy shit. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, that's that's a twenty-two to investigation. He is definitely like keeping a sharp eye okay out. so you see um there are most of the people are in the main dancing but a couple of people have gone into this kind of like smaller side lounge room to get away from the noise the, the lounge okay yeah oh, shit i forgot about that yeah definitely gonna sort of like slink a little bit closer mm -hmm. does anybody want to follow him Caleb will. Caleb will, like, not, like, directly, but kind of, like, you know, as they enter the room, he slowly backs up. Like, yeah, Jatai probably isn't, like, directly entering the room. He's just sort of, like, passing closer and closer yeah, to yeah. the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Caleb is staying in a... Let me check something. Caleb is staying within 120. He's in message okay. range. Um, I think that Rin follows you, too. Uh, he, as much as, like, his mom is a governess, and he's probably been dragged along to, like, a lot of parties like this, he's not a huge fan of them. So he would like to go into, like, a more quiet side room. Um. That's fair. You know, uh, I'd say Mimi probably asked him to dance for a while, and he's been having a nice time doing that, but at this point he's, he's gotten mm. tired and wants to, like, take a little break. Um, so, so he'd follow you guys into this side room. Um, sorry, are you guys, are you gonna follow, or are you still just, like, living it up at this party? Yeah, I'll, I'll follow. Okay. Uh, so you get into this, this, uh, side room, and, um, you know, there's, it's a bit more, like, quiet in here. You hear some kind of, like, softer jazz music being played. Um, uh, there are tables where you can sit. Um, uh, I'd say, like, there are some people just kind of having like casual conversation, uh, maybe some like games that you can play. Uh, I really want to say that there's like a like a pool table in here, <laughs> um, just for the aesthetic. Um, and uh, so yes, you are you are in this room now. Um, there are not a ton of people in because, like I said before, smaller room. Um, you do I see anyone that matches the description of Corbin? He did get a twenty-two. Yes, you do. There. How many? Is it just the one? Uh, man, you got really high. I would, I would say, uh, yeah, yeah, you do. There's, there's someone kind of like more towards the back of the room. He fits the description pretty well. Um. But I mean, like, 
he's he's dressed the way that you see like everyone else dressed and i mean like he as much as this guy fits the description like he looks like a nice guy like he he just is kind of like cheerful laughing um he has like two uh like identical elvish women on like either side of him and he's just like chatting him up having a nice time Hmm. Yeah, I'm automatically suspicious. How close is he to any of the exits? Um. This is incredibly important strategic information. He. Like. Hmm. I'd say he's. I mean, he's kind of like leaning on the bar, which, like, there is an exit that would go in the kitchen but right. that's that's really it i mean there's there's two doors there's one that leads back to the like main ballroom and then there's one that leads to the kitchen right and he's closer to the kitchen okay mm-hmm. automatic just like a al- faint alarm bells start ringing <laughs> yeah definitely definitely got my eyes on him Mm-hmm. Um, where is everybody else in relation to me? Because, like, remember, I don't have Caleb. a message. Right, right. Calum, uh, Calum is probably like seeing you. I think it's like visually obvious because of the ears when you notice something. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. So I think, so I think, sorry, and Calum kind of slide in. You know. Mm-hmm. You notice his tail is like okay. For those of you who have cats, you know when they're like staring out the window at a bird or a squirrel and the tip of their tail twitches? Yeah. He's doing the thing. thing. (laughs) Just the very tip of the tail starts to twitch, twitch, twitch. Yep. Caleb and Sari kind of poke in at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the sign of the cat who's going (laughs) to (laughs) murder. So, yeah. Um, I mean, at this point... I can just say, like, because, I mean, it's not really going to do much if I say, like, yes, this is the person you are looking for. Um, so, uh, B, you want to you wanna say yeah. what this guy's doing? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, I described a little bit of it, but you can take the wheel from here on, on, him, on, on him, not on everything. Yeah, I think he's just like. He's Man, not... Sorry, I just. Beezus, take the wheel. <laughs> Beezus, uh, take the wheel. I think. I think all he's gonna do. I don't think he really notices Jatai. You know, mm-hmm. like like you said, he's having a very nice evening with two very nice people, and I'm certain that's all there is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm certain he's just like. He's just enjoying their company, one hundred percent. You know, just, 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 just. It's just, it's just, it just so happens to be two elven ladies. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I don't think he's like, I don't think he's like, paying much attention to, you know? to like who's just entered the room. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I see. That's he's 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 not he's not there right now. You know what I mean? Like he's not on. He's not. He is not as alert as Jatai is. I see. Both because the drinks and mm-hmm. 
the company. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So, um, okay. So yes, you you guys do spot him, and like, I will tell you as the players. Yes, this is who you're looking for. I'm not sure if your characters are absolutely certain. Oh, but... definitely not. Like, sure, oh, but probably not. No, dude is. They're not sure, but they're probably like. It's like an eighty percent certain. You know what I mean? Like that guy's suspicious, but let me compile the list of reasons why he's suspicious. Mm-hmm. Back room, back room that is significantly less populated, mm-hmm. near an exit, or specifically at the bar, which is in a tight situation, a pretty good shelter. Mm-hmm. Looks almost too comfortable. Yeah. Those are the three major red flags. Mm-hmm. I'd like to cast... Um, I'm going to sort of like meander over more, closer towards him, and I'm going to very subtly cast Detect Magic. Mm. Okay. Okay, give me a moment. Give me a moment. Just let me check the ruling on that, because uh, magic. Because I, I want to know what I have to tell you. Uh, Prince of Magic in 30 feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do pick up some pretty... I wouldn't say it's, like, arcane. How do I put this? Out of game, the best way to qualify it is it's ranger magic. Okay, cool. It's not arcane. It's not, like, sorcery. It's more just, like... It's more like he has the ability to enchant his weapon. You know what I mean? It's, mu- it's like, mundane magic. It's Yeah, it's like a, mun- it's like a weaker version. You know? Yeah. Right. Okay. Although, I mean, like, this, he doesn't really have any. Oh. I mean, this could be. Yeah, I can see. I can see like specific objects and what their school of magic is. Ooh, yeah. No. Yeah. Then, then there is one. Yeah. He doesn't. He has he doesn't like have any, on his. Person. Yeah. He doesn't have any like weapons on him, but there is one detail, and you can you can describe that because yeah, I feel like you, you pick want up to. like you pick up like a. You pick up like a faint magic ping from his person, you know? Because, like I said, he can do slight enchantment. What's up, Livy? I said, I just said ye. Oh, okay. I thought you said my name. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the other thing is, like, on his person, as he's like talking to these ladies, you may notice, like, he kind of like brushes his hand up against one of them. And on his like second finger, on his right hand, there's this, like, it looks like a ringed version of. Like a of a talon, you know. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, and there is absolute magic coming from that. It's like a bad, big ping of enchantment. Oh you yeah, know what I mean? I'm getting some like serious bad mojo coming off of this thing. Yeah, and it's like you know how sometimes you could pick up like the difference between the necromancy of a cleric because technically revivify is necromancy, where it's like healing sort, and then there's like the ooh sort. It's the yeah. new, it's the yikes enchantment. Yeah, it's the <laughs> it's the 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 uh the ninth school of magic yikes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's, you it's you like you see Jatai's eyes and like you see his um his talisman like his necklace like pulse with magic just very faintly and very briefly and you see his ears just go flat against his head and his tail starts to poof up a little bit okay ooh scaredy cat Caleb and sorry probably yeah, noticed that too and he's sort of like he sort of like meanders back over to Caleb and sorry and mm-hmm. just says 
That's our guy. Uh oh. Okay. Okay, what do I do? Do we punch him? Should I cast Thunder Wave on his butt? No. B, no, 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 no. real quick. Um, yeah. I want you to roll perception for Corbin, oh. not for Caleb. Perception, you mm-hmm. said? Uh, 26. Oh, oh that, shit. 19 plus 7. That is. He, he's Jesus. got some good eyes. That is very good. Okay. So, uh, Corbin. You definitely spot these people looking at you. I think he does that thing where he puts like his fist on the table and he puts his like chin on his fist a little bit and he notices that. And there's a brief moment where he kind of flashes Jatai a cocky grin. And all he I does. I've known this man for two seconds and I already hate him with every fiber of my being. <laughs> he like he leans back again. And then just all he really does is just like look at the two elves and just like put one hand around one run and just kind of with like this metal talon thing on his foot that almost is like a boot with metal except more avian, like taps three times and like that's basically the cue. I see. So I think that he he'd kind of like after putting his arms around them. He kind of like, um, you know, and tapping his foot at that point, um, he kind of like, you know, bids them adieu and uh, starts to leave um, back. He'd go out the main way. He's not 100% sure, so he's going to try his best to look as normal as possible. Yeah. Can he does have, he has like a little I... ways to, to walk to the like main interest, like, I think he has to get past you guys um, if he wants to get out that main entrance. Jatai yeah. just sort of mutters, Kalem, yeah. find the governess, get her out of here as soon as possible, as quickly as oh. possible, as quietly oh. Oh, that is as not possible. In here. Oh, yeah. she's not here? Okay. She's not in here, but Rin um, yeah. yeah, Rin is. <clears throat> okay. Did kind of promise Where is Rin in relation to us? Is he yeah, with us? Yeah, he's standing like right next to you. Okay, never mind then. Um... Hmm. Okay. Change of plans. Yeah, Oletta specifically said that like as, much as, Go get as much as she would like to be here, she's not because she's afraid that he would target her. Right. Fun of you? Go get the cards. Now. I'll Caleb, stall. Caleb kind of nods and just kind of casts invisibility on himself really quick before he scampers off because if he starts... What? In plain sight, you dingus! Well, like... He he does, and then once he blends into the crowd, it's invisibility. So that way he doesn't. Yeah. Okay. So he'd he'd run off and then. Okay. Yeah, like he'd walk into the crowd, and then once he's in in the sea of faces, Mm, snaps his fingers. Yeah, and like everyone's like parting, and like everyone's like parting it up. A lot of these people have like gotten drunk on expensive alcohol, so like they don't notice you. Um, I mean, some people might like he's just like like bump into them and look back and see no one and be like, huh, okay. He's literally getting lost in the sea. I see. Um, so, uh, yeah, Corvin, you, you kind of have to make your way past and I think you can tell that they're a bit suspicious. Okay. Um, huh. Alright. So, I've already given the cue. 
So I think I'm just going to, like, go up to the bar, get one last drink, still, like, occasionally side-eyeing Jatai and Sari, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Jatai has sort of gone back to, like, trying to mingle with the crowd a little bit, but, yeah. you know, he's still, like, casting furtive glances and keeping, like, within a fairly close range. Yeah, I don't... See, basically, my question is, I can do hide and play, but I also feel like he could do that after the thing happens. So I think he's just going to do the thing now. You know what I mean? Mm, I see. So. It's a quote Wheatley. Surprise! We're doing it now. Okay. Hmm. So, uh, since we are doing it now, you notice these two uh, identical elvish women. It, it starts like under their kind of like by their cheek near like under their chin like on their jawline these mm-hmm. black feathers start to sprout and it spreads to the rest of their bodies and they grow these um long black beaks and they have these like bright green glowing eyes these two women are where ravens now as Rin, soon as, as, soon as Rin that happens, start hurting people out of the door, and when everyone is out, close it. Uh, this was to Rin. Okay. Yeah, he's basically telling him get all the civilians out of the room. Make sure these two lunatics and their boss don't leave. Yeah. And close the door behind them so that they're just they have the room. Yeah, I would say it like takes a second for people to process this, but it like. There's, like, the one, like, really drunk guy who just doesn't even, like, realize anything's going on. <laughs> but, like, the rest of the people at this point have, like, noticed this and are, like, freaking out a bit. So, so I think that Rin will do that. He'll try to leave people out of the room. And I would like to, uh, <clears throat> delf at this point to try and see if I can sneak out with the crowd, but I do. Mm, okay. I'd probably have to roll with disadvantage because I have to get past Sari and Jatai. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, also, um... Also, detect magic is still going, so dude's right. basically on magic radar right now. Oh, right, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, he could probably find him. Oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, he'll roll, roll okay. stuff with disadvantage. That... Okay. Uh, that's probably going to be the roll. Yeah, that's going to be seven. Uh, yay for ability score. Uh, it's still not great. It's a 13. 13? Okay. Yeah, not great, not great. Plus, I am on magic radar, so even if I could slip through, yeah. it'll be obvious where I am. Yeah, you can. You could lose Sorry, but you won't be able to lose your tie. Yes. Okay, right. so thir- 13 is not horrible, so I'm going to say that you do make it out of the room and back into the main ballroom, um, but they can... St- like, Jatai can still, with that magic tracking, like, very easily kind of tell where you are. Like, 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 like he lost yeah. you in the crowd for I, a moment, but he could easily f- again. I'm following this dude right now. Okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm just tailing him. Like, I'm starting to lose my subtlety of it as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would like to, in that moment, just like, actually, continue. Continue without me. I just need to- Okay. Um, so you see, at this point, these two were ravens have started, like, 
attacking people. Um, like, the bartender was, like, the first person. They kind of just, like, you know, one of them leapt at him. Um, and then the other is kind of, like, chasing other people around. Um, you can say eviscerated. It's okay. Uh, no, he's not. I mean, he's, like, scratched. He's scratched <laughs> up. I don't... Uh, he might be dead. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll roll to see if he survived that. Was he wearing a red shirt? That's the key factor. Um, <laughs> I, I actually did imagine him wearing like a red vest. God damn it! I rolled he's a seven. Dead. Yeah, he's dead. Ooh. He's dead, Jim. Yeah. Okay, so I think I know what I'm gonna. God do. damn it, Jim! I'm a magician, not yeah. a doctor. Uh, <laughs> so cutting bartender. back for a he's split dead. second. Cutting back for half a moment. Uh, bonus action. Corvin over here is going to kind of mumble under his breath. And the unfortunate part of this is that you're going to get to pick him up doubly. The fortunate part of this for him is, like, he kind of knows you know. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, Corvin and Jatai are at a point where subtlety is dead. You know what I mean? Now they're just kind of... They are hunters stalking each other as their prey, basically. Exactly. Like, they subtlety is dead. Now they just have to see who wins the dance almost. And so to, to start that off, he's going to Hunter's March to tie. Ooh. It's, it's Ouch. A, that just means that if he makes a physical uh, it's going to do extra damage. But he's been Hunter's March, but no damage has been taken. But if he does have to land, it will do extra Basically, it's just his like little way for him to hit again and him to now. Yeah, I know like, how it works. Yeah, it's, yeah. His, like, it's his little warning call. You know what I mean? Mm his little like you sure you want to do this you know as he keeps walking but anyway yeah the way ravens are the immediate thing yeah uh is probably be back with guards yeah Yeah. i think i think calum passed jatai just like striding out and probably like gave him a side eye like what the hell are you doing and jatai's just like flicked his ears in the direction of yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure if corvin is outside of the building yet? He's outside of that room. He's still in like. He's almost. He's almost there. I think from the okay. passage. Yeah. Um, I have two very important questions. Uh, one, sorry, are you gonna fight these were ravens? Um, she knows that they're people. Mm. So I don't think she, with good conscience, can. Fight them. They are killing people. Yeah, but is it them killing people or is it them killing people because they're being controlled by people? Um, that's up to you, B. Are these women like part of his team? Or are they where I don't think like the Cantor is more of a blood friend. It's less of like a it's less mind control, more like you are now like at the base state of an animal, you know? Mm-hmm. But I will say, yes, these two ladies are absolutely... They, they are on... They came with him to, like... Yeah, I've, yeah. So he didn't do... He did not do this to, like, two random people. Like, these these were... This was the plan, you know what I mean? Otherwise, there wouldn't have been a code. I see. I see. So they... these Okay. So they came... They came with him. 
He okay. walked in with okay. these two. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I was gonna say if they're just like random people, because no, 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 no. Like I think I think the fact that he like had like a, yeah he yeah he gave them a cue. With him. He said like this is going to happen. So oh. so yes. Yeah. So this okay. was premeditated. Yes. I was just afraid that they had like they were just two random uh, ladies out for a good night and yeah. This yeah. Nope. They're they are they are yeah. evil as well. Okay. Um. Well, then in that case, uh, Sari's going to use her first level bard to cast Thunder Wave on these two ladies. Ooh. Okay. Um, um, which means both of those ladies have to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Oof. The first one got a three. So. No. Yeah. So one of them falls over. And, um, you're gonna take damage, friend. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll roll for the other one. What, is, what does the other one get? The other one also e got a three. E they both got a three. Cool. Uh, yeah. How much damage do they both take? Sixteen damage. I rolled really good. Each, Each? or split between the two. Uh. Each creature make takes two d8 thunder damage. So yeah. Oh my gosh! Both of them take sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Sorry's a good first level bard, and my dice for her, I think, are cursed. Okay. Let me do some math really or quick. Blessed. You didn't. You didn't kill them. But let me let me do oh. some math real quick. Oh my. She is playing. Um. Thunder by Imagine Dragons on her panpipes in order to cast Thunder Wave. God damn I it. wanted you to say by ACDC, but okay. Okay. Um, well, I don't have that one memorized. So you have definitely like, these two have definitely like stumbled and fallen over, and I would say that like, with there's a lot of glass in this room. Like, there's a whole bar with, oh. like, lots of, like, drinks in glass bottles. So when you do this sh thunder wave, that whole, like, the whole room shakes. So that has definitely, like, fallen over. And I would say that, like, for one of these were-ravens who was, like, attacking the bartender, like, I would say that hurt hurts them Ooh. more than anything else. Oh yeah, Ooh. I just realized like Thunderwave, that is that is a literal shockwave of arcane energy that would have shattered all the bottles. Yeah. Shit. So uh unsecured objects that are completely within the area of effect are automatically pu pushed back ten feet. Yep. So one of yes, so one of one the oh. were raven who who killed the bartender, um this all of the drinks have basically like exploded and i think they've been cut up pretty badly not not dead but pretty bad um the other one was just pushed back and kind of like smacked against the wall and is now sort of like recovering from that sort of like not hurt quite as badly but sort of like shakes its its head ouch yeah you you did some significant damage like one of them is bloodied the other is like very 
Sorry, just like looks at her pipes in her hands and she goes, <laughs> I didn't know it could do that. Cute immigrant song. I must be really good at music. Roll a perception check. Basically to see if like you made eye contact with Rin as you were exiting. Because he was at the door leading people out. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Probably a failure, to be honest. We're at level seven. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the type of thing where it's like you notice him for like one second and you get like the like you have like that thought. It's like not even a thought, just like a feeling of like wait. But you And then you remember right, there's right. a yeah, murderous exactly. tabaxi trailing you and you need to get the fuck exactly. out of there. <laughs> um I'm going to see if Rin noticed you trying to leave. Okay. That's that's pretty good. That is a um that's a dirty a dirty 20. Um so he he definitely saw you. Ooh. So I think at this point he's also kind of following you. Okay. That's nasty, but alright. I just have to accept that. Okay. So, um, cutting back to sorry for a second. And Caleb, um, because he's with her. Oh, yeah, and Caleb. Oh, Caleb didn't make an attack, so I just, I, I, did, I forgot that he was with her. Yes, okay, so it, it would be Caleb's turn now if he wants to do something. Yeah, um, I want to kind of immobilize the both of them. So yeah. So I'm going to cast the Snowball Swarm. Ha! <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, they might die. No, Caleb, you're if fucking. He, if he's nerd. doing it on the Were Ravens, they might. They might. Yeah, die. but I mean, I, I did cast Thunder Wave on. Them. Is it possible to non-lethally I snowball them? I mean, I think that most often you wouldn't die by. So, like, yeah. I mean, I think, I think you can immobilize them, but not kill. Them. I mean, it's just it's snowballs. I want to knock them out with snowballs. Yes, you can. You can. You can do that. That's totally maybe a thing you can like, do. Maybe they're, maybe they're very, they're very icy snowballs. One of them just. You need to make dexterity like... saving throws, which I now realize is probably really good for bird people. You're right. Um, but that's a seven. Mm. And the other one. And the other one's a six. Mm. Woof. Oh, okay. So that's These be... ravens just like killed a guy, scratched some people up, and now they're fucking dead. Five. Well, that's not... gonna be ten points. That's gonna be ten points of cold damage. Okay, to each of them. Yeah. Um, I'll just tell you, they uh ha both had fifteen hit points, so like they are now at five. So for the sake of time, I'm just gonna say that you've knocked both of them out. They are prone. I can I can say that he cast it at a third level instead of second, and look at that, I rolled a six, so there you go. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm just gonna say, like, look, Oof. we need to speed along, so I'm just gonna say, like, they are They're not- KO'd. Yeah, they are definitely not dead. 
they're gonna wake up after this and be like, oh, ouch, that hurt. But you have definitely, <laughs> yeah, you've they're definitely only not mostly killed dead. these people, but they are they are prone. I mean, they're at five okay. hit points. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. Um, okay. So now that that is taken care of, um, do you guys want to like try and and find join the others and find Corbin? Yeah, I'm gonna use the robe. Uh, Matt. Oh no, I'm just gonna use dis. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Yeah, just dip. I'm gonna help him out. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, you're, I'm just you're gonna, out of yeah, combat now. Yeah, they're both knocked out. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so I would say at this point, Corvin is getting, like, very close to the exit. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do my rogue hide-in-plain-sight thing. So, I'm gonna- you guys basically have a minus 10 to perception to find me now, so sorry. And it might not even be that bad. Yeah, because mm-hmm. my stuff's only 14, so. Mm-hmm. I will say some chaos has been stirred up within the building itself because they just heard a bunch of people yelling and a bunch of people like screaming and running out like they were scared and I'm sure at least a few people could like see into that back room and saw like a dead bartender so there's and like two raven people so I would say like the, the party's kind of over. Okay, so yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna like get to the door, send my wings, fly out, and just dip. There's a there's a rendezvous point I know, so I'm just gonna kind of go there. Okay, so I'm gonna say because Rin saw you, he's going to chase you out. Just like by by air sort of deal. Uh, well, he's gonna. I mean, um. Like it's he might have, he might have, yeah. I mean, he might have been like a little bit delayed just because of the chaos. Like he might have gotten, he's not very big. He might have gotten pushed around a little bit, but yeah. he got out right in time to see you take off. So he's gonna also take off. Yeah, Jatai is also. Trailing oh, that's freaking cool! What is Sari doing? Hmm, Sari doesn't know what to do. She sees that the were-ravens are down, so maybe... I think she's gonna just chase after Jatai just because she doesn't want to is Caleb is definitely trailing Sari, and I think Rika and Mimi are helping mm. people get out, probably, so that's why they're over here. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just have a brief moment of... Um, as, soon as, as soon as we... like Jatai gets out, and then like two seconds later... Rin gets out, and I think as soon as Rin like steps out the door, he sees yeah. Jatai just like scale a wall. Yeah, it, it is like Rin has a second, like he off. knows he's chasing something, but he's just being like, "Whoa, cool!" <laughs> um, Chase that bliss. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, you guys are. I mean, Jatai is scaling walls. Sorry, I'm not exactly sure how you'd be able to keep up with them. Oh, actually. Kalum drives up with the bike and says, you want to drive? Yes! I didn't think these bikes would come back, but oh my god, yes. Am I the only one who saw that coming? <laughs> I mean, besides oh, the fantastic. person who actually gave the yes, idea. I love this. Okay, cool. So Jatai, oh, this is so cool. So Jatai is scaling buildings. Sari and Kalum are on a, a, a bike. Um, 
and um mm -hmm. yeah we've got a fucking anime chase scene going mm -hmm. here two two winged elves chasing each other through the skies a fucking cat man just rooftopping it out and then like we pan out to see these two elves on a steampunk motorcycle following badass. along in the streets a dust trail whipping out behind them yeah yeah that is anime I love as this. fuck this is my new favorite scene ever okay. in anything in my imagination play, play the prowler theme and we win a little, and we win an award oh my god yes yes <laughs> yes yes me okay me like as an animation major is living for this scene this is so much cooler than i even to go and it was pretty cool in my head okay okay i am pumped oh, this is fucking kick-ass yes okay yes so um for sari and calum um i'll have you make some like um i think it'd be tech dexterity dexter dexterity rolls just because the streets are like very busy and you have to like maneuver your way around um and i mean this is sorry so like you really off-road it Okay, so yeah, so roll me a dexterity. Alrighty. Saving throw, just straight check. Ow. Um, I would say just a straight check. Uh, that's a 12, and I think that's maybe the lowest she's ever rolled on dexterity. It's probably because <laughs> I banged my hand on my microphone trying to roll it. Ooh. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you, I'd say, like, as of right now, you're falling a little bit behind, just because, like, you've never been here before, like, you don't really know the streets, and they are kind of winding, um, and, uh, there are definitely people, like, jumping out of your way, um, you're doing- My a, cabbages! You're doing a lot of swerving, mm -hmm. uh, I- Okay, so you are- you're on this chase. And you, I would say, like, you're all moving pretty quickly. So you cover a, a pretty significant distance and you get to a train station. Sure. And um, this train station yeah. is currently under some construction. So there's really not really anybody there. Is there a road work ahead um, sign? Um, sure. Uh, yeah, I sure hope it does. <laughs> uh, so anyways, um, so yeah. So Corvin has kind of led them to this building. This, this kind of empty train station that's yeah. under construction. Um, so, uh, I think that um I think at this point uh Corbin roll mm, I don't know what would would be best for this maybe like uh maybe dexterity okay. or like stealth just just make uh, a roll. Plus dex, that's 18. Okay, cool. So, 
yeah, so you manage to kind of swoop down and enter this and enter this building and Rin would follow behind you. He didn't really have time mm-hmm. to stop you from mm-hmm. entering this building. Um, so you are now in, you're no longer in the air, you're now in okay. this building. Um, and then I think that uh, Kalem and Sari and Jatai would probably you catch up dead. pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I I do have to, is Kalem okay? Oh, well, constitution. I... No, you don't have to. That's a five. I'm... Oh. oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, okay. Um, so we'll give him, like, a moment to rec- Uh, back inside, um, I think that was a pretty good stealth roll. So I think that Corvin has kind of allowed himself to be lost for the moment. Okay. You, he is, he is no longer in there. Am um, I still getting a magic ping? Or is this taking longer than ten minutes? Oh, yes, okay. it's 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 a bit. It's waning, but well, it's there. Uh, it's waning now. Yeah, it's it's very very faint. Um, Rin just kind of like he's breathing kind of hard. He's had to fly very. Um, so he's just like, damn it. Um, and um. The rest of you would kind of catch up. The damn it was like, oh shoot, I lost him. Um, but the rest of you would catch up pretty quick. So now you're all in the building, except for Caleb, who's yeah, throwing yeah, up outside yeah. for a second. But he can, he can, he can join them when he's okay. Uh, whenever, whenever you okay. want him to come I'm back. I'm rolling another investigation to see if I can like find find him based on the ping. And that's an eighteen. I wouldn't say it's the wow. Thing. Okay, I think that's here in the top rafters. You hear like his metal talons clanging on the ceiling. You're right. That's not the most stealthy yeah, thing to just, have. I just it automatically just launches <laughs> himself up in the rafters. Oh my god. Uh, okay. In the immortal words of the McElroy brothers, eight foot vertical leap. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to use my, um... <clears throat> I'll say Rin sees you do this and also kind of, like, takes into the air again. Just, I mean, they're inside of a building, but, like, you know, if he's if he's on top of somewhere, yeah, he wants you. to get there. Uh, I'm gonna use my action sort of to disengage from Jatai, so that way, like, basically he leaps so close, but I'm able to, like, push back just a little to avoid getting scratched, you know? Mm. I mean, you have wings. You could just yeah, like I just, whoosh. That's, and, that's like, what push I'm thinking. It's, just, it's a very narrow thing from being hit. Mm, I see. I will say because the place is construction, there's a lot of like, like, um, like gaps. I would say. So if you were like up on these rafters and you just wanted to like be in another room. Like you could do okay. that. Okay. Yeah, I think I just kind of like gap jump a little bit, you know, just doing my best to get out of the mm-hmm. way of his claws. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're now kind of just in this other, like, this train station isn't just like one big room, a couple of different 
different rooms and hallways. So you're now just in another room. You've fallen through this hole. And um, I think, do, do you guys want to continue oh, yeah. to chase him? Okay. So, um, are they like like, do it's, this is like a lower level now, right? Um, yeah, I would say this is now like a lower level. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right, actually. Um, yeah, uh, I haven't given a ton of thought to like how this train station is laid out, if it would be like a underground train or if the railroad would kind of like i imagined it being more above ground um but uh what what i was kind of imagining is like this train station is one level yeah you know like it's all it's all just it's all one it's all one level um but uh you were like oh now i'm on the floor okay i got you you know and now, and now okay. you're back on the floor. I yeah. Think, uh, I just rolled. Just in a I different I just rolled room. acrobatics for fun to see how well I'd be doing just navigating the rafters. That was a twenty-seven. <laughs> Fantastic! You're, you are flipping around like oh, a madman. That's beautiful. Sweet, I think as he's flipping, Corvin just kind of looks around <laughs> and just goes like, "Oh come on!" <laughs> <laughs> And you see Whoa. Rin also like come through this 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 same opening kind of like kind of the opposite way that you did where you kind of back through, like folds his wings into himself to fit yeah, I through. Yeah, As as he sees Rin this um, time, I think he's just like, you, ah, this whole evening you've been chasing me. What do you want? Uh, shouldn't it be obvious? You. I was really. Really hoping you weren't gonna say that. And I'd like to cast the spell Lightning Arrow, and I would like to hit it at the at the rails, basically. And if they're standing in the gap, I'm basically going to try and electrocute them. Bruh, I'm still up in the rafters. That's true. It's more so Rin. Hmm. F. I well, okay. I think. Wait. How like how flammable is what's up in the rafters? Is it just metal? Like, hard to melt metal? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's just metal. Okay. Because I could have flame arrowed up in there. Is there anything that if I shot a flame arrow up in, up in that area, it could cause a problem? Or would it just be, like, minimal? Speaking of, speaking um, of lightning arrows, I'm drawing a bead on this motherfucker right now. With Ooh, Tempest. Okay. Ooh, okay. So, um... Yeah, there's not really anything cool up there. It's really just yeah. Metal. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess roll the hits, by. That it is does what? an unnatural twenty. That's gonna hit. Uh, and oh. the uh, that is damage. That is thirteen damage. Okay. That's piercing and shock. That's pretty. That's nasty, but he's not like. You get the sense that it hits and he feels it, but it's not like it's not like the were raven pitiful. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Yeah. What did it, what did you what he did shot you shot a lightning arrow at him? Lightning yeah. arrow. Okay. So I will say like uh this arrow um kind of grazes your arm and you definitely have like a 
on your arm. I was actually and, going, I was like, I mean, trying to go for the wings so we couldn't take off again. Mm. Mm. I see. Um. Okay, you got a yeah, 20. Yeah, that has to happen, though. Okay. Ah, <clears throat> oh, shoot. Okay, yeah, you got a 20. So, I will say... I do still want him to be able to fly, but it will be... I will say whenever, whenever he take off... Okay, of that. I'm going to say... Um... Okay, I. Okay, I guess the best thing I can do in this situation is I'm going to shoot four arrows up into there, not really intending to hit him, but they're just sort of okay. there. And uh, I guess the best thing would be like if Jatai trips them, then something happens. But I'm trying to mm -hmm. be quiet about it. I see. But uh, besides that. I get the feeling you missed on purpose. I could just be a I could just be a lousy shot. I mean, worth a worth a chance. Also, what is Sari up to now? Yeah, I was just going to ask what is Sari. How? Hey Shay, real question that Corvin is thinking: How long until the train gets here? Uh huh. Um, I mean, like. It's under construction. A train might pass. There, I mean, there are multiple train stations. I love this isn't the only one. So a train might come past this train station. That's but, all he like, needs. He just needs to know how long it takes until the big, okay. loud, clattering train passes by. I would say maybe like 30 Fuck. minutes. Okay. Shay, I'm trying to end the session. <laughs> Okay. No, 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 it's fine. It's okay. fine. No, no, it's okay. fine. If you want this a, man to get hit by it's a just train. There's a, there's a thing okay, that I okay. want to happen. It's not, not, not 30 minutes in, in reality, like 30 right, minutes right, right. Okay. in game. Okay. There's just, there's a thing that okay, I want so to happen. Am I like, am I alone in this building? Like, yeah. is it just me and these three people? Yeah, there's no one else in here. Cool. Cool. So I, we are outmanned, outgunned. Um, all right. Um, I've been trying to play nice, I guess, but you know. I can see well, that we're all doing. But first sort of all, tell me what Sari's stuff. gonna do because that's going to have to play into what I have. And to do I next. don't really have that besides another mm -hmm. thunder wave. Does he want to make another? Does he want to make a Constitution saving throw? You fail. I can do that. That is, that is <sighs> nine. That's a that's a twelve. Oof. Okay. <laughs> Oof. Okay. So yeah. So this this whole building kind of shakes, and I think that like okay that's 21 points of damage okay i'll keep that in mind okay okay all together all together all together you just 21 minus my total 
yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, keep, I'm keeping track of it all oh, together because he has an HP max. You know? Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, I'd say like you're trying to fly and you're this whole building shakes, and I'd say you kind of like briefly like hit up against the ceiling and you are kind of knocked down onto like one of the rafters for a minute. You can you can get okay. yourself back. The, but um, I yeah. Okay. That hurt a little bit. I so Okay. And since I'm on the rafters, Jatai's like right about to pounce me, yeah. Hey, I I for I for one kind of like um, this loose based. He might be a little ways away. But yeah, I'm definitely not not within melee range. Oh shoot! I should have I should have I should. What? Like I. I should have made you guys roll initiative. I I forgot yeah, to do that. That, means... that was very impromptu. Like. Yeah, we, we haven't really engaged okay. each other yet. We're just kind of like trying to outdo each other at this point. But as he's it's a, it's see. more like a series okay. of warning shots. Almost. It is. It's really weird. But uh, I think I'm about to have to break that because if Shatai's coming at me, and I still have oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming at. Him. Okay, then I'm just sort of there. I fuck. Okay. Um, I want to say probably like ten feet. Okay. Ten. Feet I'll away. I'll make this I'll make this easier. I'll make this easier for you. Be uh, Rin sees you kind of have this moment where you have to like get yourself back up, and he will fly up to to meet you um and so he's kind of like right in front of you now and he um pulls out a like i think like uh um i think he pull out like a crossbow and just kind of like isn't gonna shoot it but like aims it at him yeah, this and, is, um, I think in or uh, sorry, in his head, Corvus is like, this is, you know what I mean? He's very clearly mm-hmm. on the defensive now. And he, yeah, and so he kind of, like, narrows his eyes at him and just says, uh, come quietly, and this doesn't have to get come messy. Come quietly, and then your, what, your mother questions me, I get locked away, and then... I end up doing the same thing I was gonna do anyway. And what was happening? <laughs> you grossly misunderstand my plan. I don't need to do anything. Ultimately, as much as I think that that drow ass hat Jarlaxel is, how shall we say, uh, two eggs short of a dozen. I gotta give the draft some credit. Bringing down this city might not be that bad of a plan. So I'm not gonna help, but I'm just gonna let this go. And if you just let me go, then I don't have to hurt you. It'd be amazing to see how much an upper asylum noble child would go up for if I held you for ransom. How much money could I pilfer from your mother's pocket? How much money would get out of the hands of corrupt politicians? Hmm. He kind of like, he like narrows his eyes at him. And like, he... He's... 
he his finger is like on the trigger. He's not he's probably not not going to shoot at you unless you know unless you like continue but but he is definitely like getting he there. He kind of like takes a step closer to Rin, the metal clanging on the metal, just like you call yourself a, a hero. You say that you are doing things for the good of the city. You like to think you're keeping your father's legacy, but really, you're just helping the corruption that lets the people of Lower Asylum suffer. I don't think dear old dad would be all too proud of that. Mm. Yeah, Jatai lets a, an, another arrow fly right at him. He's had enough of monologuing. <laughs> oh, okay. Holy fucking shit, no way. Did you crit? I fucking crit. That is a natural 20 plus 6. Crit does double damage, right? Oh, that is, fuck. That is 10 and 16? 16 doubled is... Wow. That is... He's, he is bloodied. But he's not down. Ooh. That bloodied okay. is D&D terms for about half. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say... Dude is near enough that Jatai would have gone for headshot. Oh. Fuck. Okay, but but he's, he's not. not. He's not down, but he's probably missing an eye. Oh. Shit. Okay. Your um... smugness makes me sick. Make your point. Make it quickly. Two sentences at most. Or I shoot you again. And fucking God. Does he have an arrow in his eye? Probably. That's not- that would kill him. Eh. It's fantasy. It is like- it, it's technically an incorporeal arrow, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's a, a magic, magic arrow. It's not like the literal metal breach. Just... He doesn't have a literal arrow in his no. eye, but he took an arrow to the face. Oh my god, okay. Point, basically, wow. point okay. I think what happens is he's been wearing a mask oh and it just kind of cracks from that shot, too. And he's- you just see his full face, and uh... Oh, I see. So, okay, so this is, I see. So, this is why he's not. I, he's this not is why he's not. Yeah. He had that mask. Yeah. He had <laughs> that mask on, went through the mask, and the, the sh yeah, the sharp part, the sharp part has definitely, like, damaged his eye, but it's not, like, through his head. It's just, it's I just I kind of regret not eye. calling the shot. I've been researching called shot mechanics, and I kind of regret not calling the shot, but yeah. yeah. You just see him, like, kind of wipe the blood away from it and just, like, looks to you and just goes, like, you have been all too quiet lately. And he shoots an arrow in the air and just, like, you see the stereotypical cartoony thing of him, like, thumping his foot and looking at, like, an invisible watch. And he's going to cast Conjure Barat. I would also say at this point, you hear... I hear what? It's, like... A loud whistle in the dis like a oh, like a train he's whistle. Ear to ear this now, train is and he just like looks at that invisible watch and just goes, "Hear that, boys? Train's coming around." And he jumps off of the rafters, lets himself fall, and Conjure Barrage is going to kick in. I threw a non-magical weapon or piece of ammunition into the air, and a cone of identical uh, arrows shoot forward and then disappear. Each creature in a sixty-foot zone, meaning Jatai and Rim, need to make dexterity saving throws. 
Holy shit. So like okay. you shot one arrow in the air and like ten just Ranger spells are interesting. Whoa. Okay. That is a 19 plus 8. Okay. Yeah, you're going to take only half. And what about Rin? Yep. Uh, Rin got a okay. 7. Woof. So that's going to be 6. 6. 7. Yeah, uh, Jakai's taking mm. 7 points of piercing damage, and Rin is taking 18. 18? Mm-hmm. It's 3d8s. This is a third level okay. spell. But wouldn't half, oh, wouldn't oh, half yeah. of 18 be 9? Oh yeah, you're right. I'm stupid. Yeah, you take 9. Okay. It'd be, it'd yeah, be half damage. Uh, Jatai takes 9 at half, and Rin takes 18 at full. Oh, I see. Okay, so Rin still takes and okay. with that, he just, so. like, descends and just kind of holds himself in the air waiting mm-hmm. for the train to pass, at which point he's just kind of planning to crouch, cling into the metal of the train with his talons, and just let it take him out of the scene. Have we forgotten that Caleb exists? He's still throwing up outside. <laughs> oh. Oh, no! Oh, no! Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry, you want to do anything else? I mean, normally that's Rin's job, but okay. Yeah, um, he's kind of doing this. Twenty-six feet. Well, sorry, no, no, he's on. It would only hit the rafters. Oh. Feet, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay. sorry. I think have, I think if that's change. the case, I think on his way down, he's just gonna, you know, just knock one in Sari's direction. Like Not really sure if he's gonna hit more so to just like knock her off balance for a split second, but I am going to roll to hit anyway. Uh, oh, okay. shit, that might actually. It's a longbow. Do oh, no. 24 plus 2, because archery, so 26 to hit. Ouch. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Actually, do you. I, you. I do. You. It's just What's one arrow, What's he doing though. to me? Uh, I'm going to say it's like, he's kind of like going <gasps> for like, Ankle can I basically he's more so use trying my to reaction, get use deflect missiles, which is the one thing I never thought I'd be able to do. He's just... I see. I will. I will say you can okay. try you can use your reaction to, to dodge this missile when you're sorry. hit by a ranged weapon attack. But you, you probably do won't. Because yes. sorry has not taken damage, the damage right? Take from the so attack. Colossus Slayer is reduced by one d10 plus ten. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Hand, you can spend one key point to make a ranged attack with a range of 20, 60. I'm shooting an arrow at you. By heating the arrow into his face. Okay, okay, wait, what was the damage I was going to take? Hey! Hell yes, I was waiting for you to say that. Oh, heck like, yeah. You can catch it. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna light an arrow, so she's literally gonna literally shoot him right back. Okay, okay. So first of all, if the day. Although I mean, he's. I will say he. Wait, 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 wait. He's out of here. We have to. We have to run this. We have to run the clock on this. 
I need to roll the damage and I need to see if the d10 minus 10 is enough to bring it to zero. So, so. Okay. See, now, Sari has been like literally throwing like lightning at him this whole time. Yeah. It's been two thunder waves. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, let me see how much extra. Yeah, he's casting lightning arrow because he thinks it's like. He thinks it's like, hey, look at me being poetic, but if you fail, if, you, if this, if your D10 minus 10 isn't enough to bring it to zero, you get to throw lightning at him a third time, is the way I'm imagining. So the base damage of the arrow shot is 8 plus 4. Okay. So Never use my 1 and um, plus 10. But I do think I have. Yeah, favorite enemy is humanoids, so that's 10, 11, 12, Of course 13. it is. Well, of course it had to be. He's a bounty hunter. <laughs> 13. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 13 damage. And then once lightning arrow loads on the stem computer, uh, oh. it is. Holy shit, I didn't know it was that many d8s of lightning. 13. Oh, wow. Okay. So, okay. so, so, 29 points of damage would be the total with the lightning arrow. Because it's a, it is a oh. third level spell. Oh. Okay. Oh, so it's six points. So that would again. you'd still be taking nine damage if that's the because it's yeah. Okay. Sorry, wouldn't sorry would not be sorry would be able to like catch it, but it would probably still like shock their hand a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think yes. I'll say sorry. Yeah, sorry you catch this it. This is the episode. But I realized that it sorry does just kind of like cut your hand reason, a little bit and a cool character like. I thought lightning arrow would be like an extra two d eight, not four. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely hurts. Catch this arrow, but hit you. Ooh. Yeah, I need to. I need to do better. Yeah. I need to play ranger more because this is actually not. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna say Jatai like hits the ground feet first and like looks up just in time to see Sari literally catch a fucking arrow midair and his just mouth hanging open, just <laughs> dumbfounded. Like, does a peace yeah. sign at him as she catches it. She's like, "Oh, what's up? <laughs> How are you?" <laughs> it's like the the immigrant song plays and she catches it. It's like the reverse. Yeah. The yes. Huh. Oh my god. So, <laughs> so as you kind of take this, like, admire Sari's cool. That's when, I want to say that um, as Sari catches it, that's when Kaylin walks in. <laughs> what he just, is- like, sees this and just, like, just faints. You just hear like as the train goes by, it's just you guys are dicks. <laughs> I I love this idea of literally sorry turning to face Caleb and then like reaching out a hand at like the speed of light to catch the arrow. Yeah. <laughs> without even looking at it, just Hawkeye style, like, oh hey, sup. And Caleb just like passes the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um and would I just land on the train and just dip? Yep. Caleb has passed out. How's Rin looking? Because I know he took all 18 of us. Yeah. Sorry to to put a little damper on this happy moment, but uh, 
this arrow has gone straight through one of his wings, and he is on the ground in pain. Oh no, I can help him. Okay. Uh, I can cast a healing oh, yeah, word because I know healing stuff. Oh wow. I keep forgetting, keep forgetting what that I know stuff. magic. <laughs> I do cool stuff. I do things that is hurting and also healing because Sorry. I want to be useful. See, now we don't need any more care. And we don't need anybody. She can else. hit hard and heal. Huh? She can hit hard and heal. It is it's just anyway. Sorry, podcast. No, I would make right. more jokes, but it like so yeah. Time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh yeah, we're gonna be done like after. Yeah. It's also two thirty in the morning. Okay. That was my final spell slot, and he now has four more points of health. Ah! If that helps us. He's, like, he's, like a- he's probably like not bleeding anymore. Yeah, I mean that helps. Like I don't know much good healing. I don't know any good okay. songs about healing. Um, no, that helps um, like. A tiny bit. He uh, actually looks up to you, sorry, and he's like, "Thanks for trying." And he just collapses. I want to imagine, like it's like I just imagine, just for the sake of comedy here, to just to, so we know, Caleb's bag with all the graded papers is in that nightclubs is in that gala hall, so not getting those back. <laughs> oh, oh no. Anyway. Uh- yeah. Um, Those are now evidence in a criminal case. Good job, Caleb. <laughs> so I'm going to do kind of like a jump cut to uh, you are back in Oletta's office and she just has her like hands clasped over her mouth and she like inhales deeply and it's just like I apologize in advance for my language, but what the actual fuck? <laughs> Caleb just goes, oh, I su- I thought you were going to say fuck. You did nothing I told you to do. He got away, and my son is. Caleb just kind of like puts up a finger and goes, "In our defense, I did heal him. You did for what? In our defense, you told us he was going to be a vagabond. You didn't tell us he had were ravens, or that he was a trained hunter." I did catch the lightning arrow. Do you want it? Yes, you can keep. Can I keep the lightning arrow? Sorry, still holding. That was incredibly badass. Point being, thank you. There was a train. He shot this at my face. He caught the train. It's the uh, points points in the general direction of the station under construction. Going east. Where does that go? I mean, we know we can get you a rough idea of where he's at, but I. He, you, we didn't know who he, what we were up against. We expected, like, a thug. Jatai was right. This guy was trained beyond anything we expected. He managed to cast, like, lightning and fire on his arrows. I knew. You're not dealing with your run-of-the-mill ruffian. Vryn did I... see his face. That is all I know. I, I shouldn't have done this. I should, I assumed that he was small scale i thought you know he was he was he was just some young rebel i 
I guess things are a lot more serious than I thought. He spoke of... He spoke of... Hmm, what did he say? Bringing down the city, and I think he meant that literally. Caleb just kind of like loses out and goes, I didn't catch my but the one thing I did hear was that he wasn't he wasn't doing it. It was more like he wasn't gonna stop. He was a spectator. Yeah, he wasn't gonna stop what was gonna happen, but he wasn't part of it. I see. Hmm. So he and Jarlaxle are- I'm starting to regret my fall of man quip from earlier. <laughs> see, I told you that would come in later. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, okay, I'm being serious again. Uh, so... So he wasn't working with Jarlaxle. It sounded like they were familiar, but not associates. Hmm. I assume that they might have been working together, but... Mm, he... He said he was... I, I do not remember the exact phrasing, but he essentially wanted to watch the world burn. Is more or less the vibe. I shouldn't laugh at that. But... Um. All right, all right. You've. I'm sorry for getting angry. It's just this did not go how I was hoping, but. We've... It's rare that things do, if it helps them. She nods. Uh, but we've dealt with worse, so... Jatai did say he saw his face, though. That's something. Mm. Mm. Yes. We... Any information that you have would be valuable. Um, oh, I, I, I did not I, see I, it very well. I believe Rin did, since he was, of course. I just shot the motherfucker in the face. Yeah, he might be he might be a little less of a trick shot now. Missing an eye? Yeah. One eye down. Mm. <clears throat> so that might be a that might be a blessing, guys. But the the real problem seemed to be his were raven making powers. Mm. Mm. She like she kinda nods at all of this. He was in he doesn't seem like he has a lot of innate magic, but he seems incredibly decked out tech-wise. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder how he got possession of that. Sorry, anything you noticed? Hmm. I was out for most of it. Most of what I've got is from Rin and Jatai. Yeah. Sorry, did you miss anything? I did break a lot of bottles, and I, I want to apologize for that. I did it because I needed to kill the werewolf ravens. <laughs> It's, it's, that's fine. Um, Collateral damage. Yes, all, all, all that will likely be paid for. Um, she just looks like very stressed out. Well, okay, we do... We... We got as much information out of a chance encounter that we can. You... There is a way to track him, though. If you can detect the magic coming from his were-raven-making Talonclaw. He's like a beacon in the night. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. She looks a little bit more like... I mean, Oletta is a sorcerer. And if it helps you any, Miss Oletta, detect magic in spell and kids, so most spellcasters here might know. Mm -hmm. Okay, you see her eyes, like, light up. She's, she's, she's a bit happier to see this information. Uh, and she goes, um, well... Uh, even if things didn't go exactly how we'd planned them, this is useful information. Um, 
Thank you. You do have you do have a duo of hella good wizards. I will throw that out. That's true. Actually, I should mention, um, it seems that they did uncover some information. Um, I will say that Rika and Mimi are back here with you as, as well. Um, <laughs> and she kind of like glances over at them for a moment and kind of like her expression changes and she sort of sighs and says, um, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this, but it appears that your father has been up to some suspicious business. We don't know exactly what role he played, but it appears he did have something to do with the Malsum. Yikes. Caleb also kind of like seems to sit and notice like, by the by, I also have something that's maybe not important. Mm -hmm. All I'll say is, Miss Oletta, you may want to look into Rin's pin. Hmm. Especially where it came Because we'll talk later. It's, it's, it's probably not a big deal, but it could be. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of stuff happened. I passed out. My grading scale for the kids is gone. Their, their little essays are gone. I'm just going to give the maze for it. This is on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the good news is he is now missing an eye and a very large chunk of his ego. It's true. Mm. And we have a way to catch him in the act, no matter where he is in the city. Okay. She nods. And um, you see, like, Mimi looks looks pretty upset at this information. Rika's kind of, like, folded her arms and just looks, like, angry. She, you kind of see Oletta, like, she always kind of has this very stately demeanor, but you see her face soften a bit, and she says, um, this was a lot, and if you wouldn't mind, um, I, I would like to do something nice for all. All right. Gold, gold, that, that would be very nice. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, oh yes, yes, of course. And she hands you like, I'm gonna say, that was I'll say she gives each of you like. What? What? I, I didn't catch that. She gets. Okay, she gives each of you fifty gold. Nice. Caleb yeah. just kind of smiles a bit at that. That is almost worth the vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> that is almost worth getting shot. I mean, I got a cool lightning arrow. I don't know what I you guys expected, and I have a top hat. I don't know why you guys expected you were going to get presents. Caleb also kind of mumbles to himself, like, by the way, I'll probably end up paying for that bike because, oof, it is not in good condition anymore. <laughs> I'll just take it with. It's, it, I'll pay for a new one and take the disastered one with. Sorry, likes it. Can we keep can we keep the bike, uh, please? I'll pay for a replacement, and we'll take the dinged up and vomited on one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, it is like... A mark of my shame. <laughs> oh, no. We can clean the bike. But you can't clean the shame. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like... Oh. Actually, if you use uh, Clorox, it gets out the shame quite nicely. <laughs> You actually, like, see, Oletta, I mean, is Rin's mom, and she's aware of, like, a running joke is, like, 
Rin's constitution, I mean... It's it, disastrous. It's, see, see, like, okay, it is his lowest stat, but it's not that bad. However, every single time I roll for Rin's constitution, it is abysmal. He always, always fails. And so, like, Oleta, as his mother, is aware of this fact. And so, like, hearing Calum relay the same information, she's like, oh no, I'm, like, way too familiar with this. So, you actually, it's like a stressful situation. So, you actually see Oleta, like, laugh, like, genuinely kind of laugh. It's not, like, laughing at Calum's pain, but just, like, fuck, dude, she needs a reason to laugh. Yeah, like, you see her kind of genuinely. She's just like, all right, all right, I'll, uh, like I said, I wanted to do something nice from you, so um, if you'd, I'd like you to enjoy your stay in Salem, so um, if you'd like to come and have some dinner, we would, I would love to prepare that for you. Okay, that sounds like a nice way to end this evening. Sure, Fine. sure, let me just, and he pulls an arrow out of his arm. <laughs> let me just, uh, <laughs> fix this. Real quick. <laughs> um. Oh my god. Her. She kind of like. Okay. Um. And. Point being, he hasn't gotten healed yet. That's true. Some. There has to be a healer in this affiliated building. Otherwise, in a world like this, that's just. I know. I'm just making the point of like. Shall we go to dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Let me just. Uh. Rips arrow out of arm. Let me yeah, just get this yeah. fixed up for. Yeah. Um. Uh, yes, actually, um, I was thinking that Rin would probably like to see you when he wakes up, so, uh, we were going to stop at the infirmary and he would follow us there, <laughs> and so then we would, like... Yes, that would be very lovely. Yeah, so then the very last scene, uh, we will cut to, um, later in the night, Rin has, Rin is woken up, and, um, I, I think they've, they've allowed him to, like, go back home. This is a reality where magic exists. So, like, they've healed him to the point where he can be go home after one night, but he's definitely, like, bandaged up. And it will be... It will probably fly again, unfortunately. Um, but uh, Oleta has prepared some dinner. Rin's, like, a little bit upset, you know? Like, disappointed at the news that he can't fly or do much of anything for a while. But he's happy to have all of his uh, Rika and Mimi are there too. R Mimi's kind of like sitting next to him, being as like comforting as she can. Um, and you have this nice dinner with them. Uh, I will say their house is like really nice, but it's like it it could probably be nicer. Like their house is definitely more humble than the like state building and you also see like a lot of Rin's father's things you know like there are some like if you were to like look around you'd probably notice some like journals some like different like inventions that have either been like finished or and at a certain point Rin actually takes out a little um like a like a lyre, like a little guitar, and um, he, it's like the sun is kind of starting to go down over the city, and he plays you a little song, and um, I will I will do my best 
to um, sing part of it. You can picture happy gatherings round the fire long ago. And you think of tearful partings when they left you here below. One by one their seats were empty. One by one they went away. Now the family is parted. Will it be complete one day? Will the circle be unbroken? By and by, by and by. Is a better home awaiting in the sky, in the sky?